0: Whoopsie daisy. That was a mistake, but it's all good. We're here. All right, Ryan. Now tell me, are you feeling ready? Are you feeling prepared? That was, I told you we need to back out and, and quit and, and you granted my wish. All right. I think it's about time to start the podcast. Let's actually round make, two. Round two. Let's like, just the comic doesn't know it was round two. I just made a mistake. And now we're going to start the show. Yes. We're starting the show. What show is it called? Something, something comics. Can we we rename it that? Something, something comic. Bags and Boards Podcast. There we go, thank you. Number 40. One. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love being here with the comic fam. I can't count. I love being here with Fire Guy Ryan. It feels good. How you doing, brother? (sighs) Good now that we're live. I feel like. I feel like we've been. Uh, I feel like I've been here all day. <laughs> it does feel like that sometimes, but you know what? Ugh. It's all good. We're doing it for the comic community. We're doing it for them, and we're doing it. You should become a DJ. I'm getting there. I mean, I'm you are there. there. I mean, it looks comic like, fam.
1: All you need is a turntable on there.
0: All right, we're here to chat comic books. This time focused. This time with everything ready to go, and I'm really, really hyped because. We have many new sounds on the soundboard. I've That's been telling you, yes. Ryan's not really feeling a soundboard comic fan, but dude, you got to just give into it. It's going to just become one of the things we're known for, my man. That's good advice. It is really good. Because when just- you're chilling with your homies like and you forget to turn the volume all the way up, let's uh, try it again. Please. Because Nate Dog don't get done wrong on this show. Because when you're chilling with your homies... When we kick it like putting, every day. So
1: it can, it can only hold so many sounds, and we had to add new ones on here. And I was wondering which ones Tom was going to remove to make room for the new ones. Oh, my <laughs> it God. It was not going to be Nate Dog.
0: Oh, dude. That's, that's, Nate that's Dogg's good. not going anywhere. RIP Nate Dog, Comic fam, we're here. Bags and boards. Number 41. It's a live show, but it's a little different because I like to say when we're chilling with our homies and we're kicking it like every day, right? improv happens. Yes. And I, and I really appreciate the improv with you, Ryan. It makes me feel good inside. We have a pack show. Hit the subscribe button. Slap the like button. We need your support. We're going to do a crazy giveaway today. Like We do. We do have a we lot got, of them. We got, we, it, it's coming. It's coming. We're doing a giveaway, Comic Fam. And I want to remind everybody. And Ryan, you gotta, we got to remind ourselves. Because when we're live with the comic community here, it it's showing up in the chat. It's very exciting. You get nervous. You get nervous, but you also forget that we're not just serving the YouTube community they're listening very intently. No, um, they're also listening to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and iTunes. So we got to go out of our way a little bit. Some people be like, man, why are you just taking so much time to describe this cover? Why are you taking so much time to talk about what you're seeing when we can see it on the screen? Well, not everybody's watching us for an hour and a half.
1: Right. Some people like to break it up in chunks while they're driving to and from work, like myself. Exactly,
0: Ryan. And when you got Fire Guy Ryan in the house, it's always a fun time. Comic fam, we got stuff to chat about. We're actually going to be discussing... How to get people into comic books. Right. That is one topic that we are going to be going over today. Oh my gosh. You want to know something funny? Always. Did I? No, I did it. Did you forget something? I'm trying to think if I forgot. It's been a, cr- it's been a ruckus. It's been a, a No, we crazy did, day. we did everything. We're good we to go. We're, We're talking go? about, yeah, we actually did uh, some like community uh, questions in, on Instagram. It got a lot of great we did. Involvement. You A know? lot of strange involvement. <laughs> we'll get into that, too. Oh, well, yeah, stay tuned. It's going to get kind of fun there. Yeah. Um, we also have Karma, of course. We have comic books that we read. Very hyped. Comic fam, this week, for real. Mind-blowing comics. Last week, too. In front of my eyes. <laughs> I, I mean, here's the thing, though. Some, like, comics are weeks. awesome. But like, it stopped me in my tracks. We're going to get into that. We're going to talk about some James Tynan goodness. Um, what else is on our list today. Oh, our DC poll list is on our list today. We're I talking would have about... forgot all
1: about that, sir. No.
0: <laughs> There's <laughs> so much already... on our plate today. Okay, we got to just jump right into it. Let's go. Uh, Let's go. Shall we just start with... Yeah, I like how you said it before. Like, like, First, we start with the work, and then we get into the fun. And the oh. work is making sure that you're doing your comic books on time and putting your orders in. Vegetables before Vegetables. dessert. Exactly. Vegetables before dessert. So, what we're going to do is we're going to show you guys... Okay, and we're going to preface it. We always do it. It's going to get... Kind of old, so we're going to try to make it quick every single time. But if you are looking to want to get into reading comic books, you have to order your comic books. And if you want to order your comic books, you need a local comic shop, also known as an LCS. What does LCS stand for? Local comic shop. Fire guy, Ryan in the house. And if you want to become a member of an LCS, what's some ways that they can do that? Google. You Google it. Right. You look on Google Maps or, or Apple. You could also use Bing. You can use Bing. You can ask Jeeves. You can do a lot of different things. Yes. You can ask Jem Mint. And your boy Jim Mint. And see where he tells you to go. But <laughs> so, okay, right. what we recommend you do I like is button. find... And that's a good one. You got to find your LCS and go become a member. Now, some members, some members of our community don't live close to an LCS. Right. All right. If that's the case, you got to try to find one. But if you can't find one because it's not anywhere near you or... Maybe you're getting tired of your LCS. I like to say, go check again. Go give them another try. We'll get into that too. That's a a whole thing. We'll talk about that too. But bottom line, if you've exhausted all your other options, you can join our LCS. Not my shop. Like I don't own this shop. Not Ryan's shop. You work there. Yes. We're talking about Milgie Comics. Russ, the comic sensei, you know, him from our trending videos, he's been on the YouTube channel for since it's infancy and we have an ability to serve the community around the world through his poll box, literally a shelf at his box. You'll have a label with your name and we'll make sure the comics go in there and stuff. I print the labels. Yeah. Ryan is the one who makes sure that your orders get in. Right. And get I put to you. the
1: books in, in behind the labels. I make, I touch all of your comics.
0: He does. And he touches them intimately in yes. an appropriate
1: way. Russ yells at me for wasting so much time. He's like, Ryan, let's take it long? And I said, this is the part where I caress every single book before sending it out. And then he's like, don't do that. That's weird.
0: You got to give that comic karma love to every single member. But I exactly. digress because this is how you uh, join uh, Milgi Comics poll list. Okay, comic fam. You have to go to uh, Milgi Comics over on. Is this the tip? Yep. No, that's not it. Over on milgicomics.com. You hit the Patreon link. What's going to happen is you're going to join Patreon. Milgi Comics Patreon for $10 a month. Side note, you're supporting LCS. That's cool. But that's not the main reason why you do this. You do this to get free shipping because you get access to this. DC Connect. That's right. This right here is Ryan's. How many hours a month do you spend on this?
1: I don't like to think about it.
0: Several. Several hours. Several
1: days. It takes him like days
0: because DC has made it uh, like like the freaking old age. Like the old like the. Like, what, what's the best way to put it? Like the Stone Age. they take a few you are, steps back. Yes. Yeah, they take taking a few, a few steps back, and you need to have someone like manually putting your orders. But now we are doing the work for the comic fam so that you can order comics like you used to if you have ever ordered comics online. You click the button, you put it in your cart, and that brings us to what All you right. can do every month. Because if you want to read comics, you got to put your comic orders in.
1: Right. You have to do it three months in advance, too, That's which right. is how all comics are solicited.
0: So we're going to go into some of the books that interest us, and we're just going to jump right into it. Um, first off, this one, we have the new Batman. Um, during the Future State, surprisingly good. I, right? wasn't, I didn't have any, like...
1: Ah, there's some hidden hits and misses during Future oh, State. Oh, well,
0: specifically the new Batman is right. really where I was, like, super uh, impressed with. You know, we have Jace Fox which, spoiler, if you weren't up on Future State half a year ago when this was happening, we had the reveal that um, Jace Fox is the Batman of the future. Correct. I think it was like a four-issue. Four issues, the next Batman. That's right, that's what it's called, four issues. And it was a lot of fun. And the thing I liked about Jace Fox is that he also has the no-kill rule. We got a little teaser about why that is. He feels a lot of guilt behind how he came to be Batman. We also see narratives taking place in the future. There's drones. It's kind of like a almost Judge Dread type of world in the future state.
1: Right. And future state only lasted for like a month. I think it was a month or two. I can't remember, honestly, afterwards. But there has been, there's a, currently a next Batman short series going on right now. It's like four issues. So mm-hmm. He's the only character they've really kind of continued on with after future state. So it looks like this is going to be the start of another series. So tell us about this. Him.
0: We have I Am Batman Zero, cover A. Take a look at this. It looks really cool, and we're about to get a little bit of a uh, like a more backstory on this character.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, the, the, the series that's going on right now is kind of based around him and his family and why he's deciding to become Batman, right? It's kind of like a lot of, a lot of origin story buildup on that stuff. And this new series is going to be the next step looks like it's him literally putting on the costume here. And like, you're
0: kind of seeing the pieces of future state fall into place. Comic fam. Let me know if you've read any of the new Batman comics that have come out. And i love to know if you're going to be picking this one up because both Ryan and I will be doing so just like this next book on the list. You know, I love me some Jessica Cruz, um, the whole, green lantern. I got, more into Green Lantern after meeting you, Ryan. Yes. And this particular character resonated with me because of the fear that she has. She was like, I mean, in her origin story, she was like um, she agoraphobic. Trapped the, herself
1: in her apartment. Yeah. She I was like, think that's the word. I'm yeah, agoraphobic.
0: A, like she's like wouldn't go outside. Like she's scared to leave the house because she witnessed mur- her friends get murdered. Right. And, she had a good reason
1: way. to not want to leave the house, unlike me.
0: Yeah. And her narrative through re- – was rebirth. I, I, I'm – Showing how she, her, her terrible my origin ideas was ideas in were. the
1: Justice League New Fifty Two series that yes. Jeff Johns did,
0: but then that led into like the Dark Side War, and that's right. really when it got amped up. With like, it, it was a it was a fantastic time, it made me fall in love with the character and want to read more Green Lantern narratives. And here we have an annual number one that's showing her in the yellow costume. Oh yeah, I'm,
1: I'm excited just on just on that alone. Like, obviously, I'm going to get in the Green Lantern series anyway, and the Green Lantern series that's been going on right now has been. A slow build. It hasn't been as cool as I wanted right out the gate, but it's only three issues in. It'll get there. However, just on seeing this cover alone for the annual, and the variant cover, by the way, which looks
0: even spicier. Take a look at the variant. Oh my gosh, I'm doing oh, yeah. that.
1: Oh yeah. David Nakayama, baby. So
0: dope. DNA. All right, here we go, Jessica Cruz. Um, and, and what's going on with this book?
1: She's becoming a yellow lantern, it looks like. I'm assuming it will not be a permanent change. She doesn't strike me as somebody...
0: Her powers are really tied to the whole Green Lantern ring that feeds off fear. So it's kind of right? hard but to imagine that going away. It does make it's sense. that's like the best the, part of the character.
1: The yellow rings, though, are based on, like you said, are based on fear. So, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, it's scary to see her kind of taking a turn like this. But if you think about it, like, she makes kind of sense mm-hmm. as somebody who would be susceptible to
0: the powers of fear. Because
1: she spent all that time trapped in her own apartment on purpose.
0: All right. Next one on the list here. Hill House box set. So here's the thing. Um, let me bring it back here to the main cam. Hill House I, it was. It was disappointing. Disappointing. Yes. It, it was. Let's just say how it was. That's, it was disappointing. There was like two of the comics out of the. I think it was six of them. Right. If you count the backstory, the the, the the story in the back, the Sea Dogs. That
1: right. I like. I didn't realize until I read the description here. But that's like the main reason I would be interested in buying this box set. I'm not getting the box set because I have all the single issues. But they collect all the different series in its own trade, including the backup story. They put there the Sea go. Dogs story into its own book. So you don't have to get every single issue of Hill House to read that story.
0: Yeah, um, the I'm forgetting the name of it, but with the doll, Dollhouse family. Yeah, I was really excited about Dollhouse. That was a bit of a letdown for me. I did like the whole placenta. I don't know that if you remember fun. that Comic Fam. That was a great. We broke turn down of that event. whole series last year. Yeah, we did. We did break down that series. Basketful of Heads was good.
1: Yeah. It was all right. Plunge
0: was okay. Plunge I mean was,
1: I like Plunge. All in all, it was, it was it was fine to not so fine.
0: True. But sea dogs the that option, is one yes to have that because, in its own collective because, volume dude, you had to read like so many comics out of order and right to an extent it sounds like a good idea but when you're looking at like 30 plus issues and you're trying to read it even on the app you know like you're going through the, the dc app and you're like trying to read them it's like you're hopping around which issue and you're looking through the the list of Uh, The the order order. they were
1: released in back in the day, because you got to read it in chronological order. It's a mess. And like the option to read that standalone in a standalone trade is is enticing.
0: All right, this next one right here, we have Batman 89. Um, This one is looking so good. Okay, I'm a big fan of Tim Burton's Batman. Right. I know Russ is a fan of Tim Burton's Batman. Yes, he is. And this right here... Basically, picks up from the movie is what it seems like. That's what it looks like. I I I had trouble figuring out if it was a sequel to
1: the first movie, and they were just kind of bridging the gap between Batman and Batman Returns, or if this is a sequel to Batman Returns and following what happens after the end of Tim Burton's second movie in the uh, original Batman series.
0: Well, it says they got Sam Hamm on it, which is the one of the screenwriters screenwriters from the original movies from the movie. So this is when it's like. You gotta at least see. It'll be what cool just thinking. to jump
1: back into that universe again. Like all the way, like even the cover, it looks it looks so much like the movie did. You know, like the steam everywhere and how dark and shadowy it is, and the font, yeah. the logo. It's, ah, I'm just attached to it because that's also the year I was born.
0: There you go. If you like the Tim Burton Batmans, this one is a must for your. They're pull also list.
1: doing a Superman one, but I didn't highlight that one because hot take. I'm not really a big fan of the Christopher Reeve Superman movie, but we can move past that because that doesn't get me a lot of friends when
0: I say that. Well, this next one, Batman: Fear State Alpha. Is one that I will be picking up. Um, this one is is James Tynan the fourth. Correct? Yes, James. Oh, of course it is, because it's gonna follow the scarecrow. So many Joker narratives. And there's right. a lot of cool Batman villains. But he really like reintroduced the Scarecrow recently with a new design looking fantastic. And this book is gonna be one that focuses on a villain that I think doesn't get enough love. Scarecrow has
1: been kind of like the architect right now in the in the main. Batman series like he's currently the the villain right now so this looks like it's an event they're building to a Batman event
0: and what's the last time you had a event where the Scarecrow was heavily part of it and we're gonna get some poison ivy in here too
1: correct like I'm 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 just kind of sick of Joker I love Joker but like Joker War was the last main Batman event and I didn't really care honestly
0: so this next one here we have Batman Secret Files Clown Hunter number one dude okay for as many characters as James has created this one was so fleshed out. The backstory was so intriguing, so much depth, and I really uh, Butch is just shedding like crazy. You can't see it off camera here, but but Ryan's like fanning my cat. Right. I'm like, what? Dude, I thought made. he fired it.
1: That might have been me.
0: <laughs> but no, or no. You, it could be me, man, across the room. No, no. But we have Clown Hunter, who's going to be getting his own one shot, and this is a character that I'm just, I'm like all in on. I just want to read more about him. He had such an aggressive introduction Uh, introduction to who he was but we actually found out kind of early on that he wasn't going to live that life because if you don't forget he let harley quinn live when he didn't have to but that kind of went against his entire origin story where he was hunting down clowns lighting them on fire he's a little hardcore kid dude
1: i like him and james tynan like you were saying he introduced a whole bunch of characters in his batman run so far not all of them have landed but uh, Clown Hunter is a personal favorite of mine, so I'm I'm glad to see he's also been c- lying kind of low lately. Like Clown Hunter hasn't been around in the last few weeks. They were
0: saving him, dude. I think they're saving him for this. I'm glad. You know what else is going to be really exciting coming up? This, even book. though
1: we were just not that. You know, we were just expressing <laughs> Joker fatigue. I'm still going to get that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so I'm a, um, I'm a liar.
0: Well, it's well. First off, even if even if you have Joker fatigue, it doesn't matter because when Chip Zadarski is writing something. You you do this move right here. You just you don't even he have to. He just read. drew the
1: cover though. He didn't. He didn't write it.
0: Oh, I wish. What did he do? He drew the cover. He's oh, an he did. Too. Yeah. Oh no kidding! I didn't he realize drew, he drew it. He drew cover A. Oh my bad. It's Matthew Darcy.
1: Rosenberg, who's the writer? Oh, so I'm, of I'm course. Not.
0: I knew that. I knew Matthew Rosenberg did that. My bad. I am not All as right. familiar with him. But um, we have a narrative that sounds almost like an anthology series.
1: It sounds confusing. I think that's kind of the point, right? And It's Joker in an interrogation room.
0: So. Um the, the way that you put this to me you're like dude you remember the scene from uh, Dark Knight Returns it's
1: just Dark Knight right Dark Knight with Joker No yeah.
0: Dar- no it's a uh, oh Dark Knight yeah yeah, yeah 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 Batman begins in Dark Knight okay so d- during Dark Knight where he's being interrogated he's at uh, That's Gotham like my PD. favorite
1: Batman scene in any Batman movie
0: Well this sounds like we're going to see like multiple anthology uh, multiple multiple stories based at Gotham PD in an interrogation room of some sort
1: Right, they're not being—they're not explaining a whole lot in the solicitation here. Which it says twenty-four
0: hours. They got twenty-four hours. They're going to be meeting someone at Gotham PD. And this particular issue, issue one, is an interrogation of the Joker.
1: But he's already captured. It's a Joker story where he's not out causing chaos in the city. He's captured in the in the police headquarters. They're trying to get info out of him. So I think I think it's going to lend itself to more of like a hopefully like a Joker killer smile kind of vibe
0: which I'm all for. And last but not least, we have the book that I cannot recommend enough. We have Nice House on the Lake, issue number three. Get this comic book. James Tynan, the fourth. We're going to talk about this book shortly. That's all I need to say. Comic fam, read your comics and you'll be happy that you ordered them in advance because then you don't have to kick yourself later for missing it. Right. You know, for, for going, oh, wow, I didn't, why didn't I pick up issue one? Everything James does essentially gets optioned as well as get, is just getting to a read. ton of praise. Yeah. And you don't want to miss out, especially on this book that we're going to get to in just a little bit. Next thing I want to do is a giveaway. Okay. This is uh-huh. going to be fun. Um, this is something that I want to do for my friends. Okay. For my homies. But here's the thing. I wish we kicked it like every day. I don't kick it with oh, this Sorry, particular butch. homie every day, and I'm kicking myself now looking for... Oh, my, my cat is just walking all this, over the this table. This table
1: is a minefield, though. I'm surprised he is managing to step on anything. Say hi to anything. kitty.
0: What's up? Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye, Butch. Goodbye, Butch. Goodbye, Butch. Butch, Butch, Butch. Okay, here we go. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Um, shoot, where did I put it? Ryan, tell me about your day. You want to know? I want to know everything about your life. All the, oh, wow. Everything, huh? You have
1: everything. to pay for that kind of access. Is what? that right? Oh, I found it. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> we're good. You have to pay for that kind of access. That's you he said. Okay. So here we go. What we're going to do here. He doesn't even
1: want to hear about him. I was ready to tell him all about my day. Now he's just moving right along. I don't care
0: anymore. That's okay. I don't care anymore. Nothing okay. Happened. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So uh, there's a shop out in Portland, Oregon. The shop owner's name is John. He runs a shop called Disc Heroes. They literally sell Frisbees. But they also do magic tournaments, and they're a comic book store.
1: Okay. What a strange combination of interests.
0: He's at like every convention I go to. I, have, I've, I I've remember known meeting him since him. I was young. You've met him as well. Mm-hmm. So he donated some stuff to Comic Karma, and here's the thing: these things that he sent in. Take a look at this one. <laughs> take that one. Show it on camera. This we're going to show business. mine. All right. This is going to be some giveaways that we're doing. This is the big giveaways of the show. But take a look at this. These are like giant Star Wars toys, okay? And I'm going to show tall. you how well I know my Star Wars. This is Ugnot. Ugna, this is an Ugnot. I don't know Star Wars. I've made that very clear. and do not know it nearly as well. And what are you holding there? I'm,
1: I am obviously holding uh, Admiral Akbar. Of course you know, know that. Hero of the Rebellion. Okay, so these
0: right here, Tom. aside from being um, so kind of a fun little note, if you're a fan of Gerard Way, the comic writer, also frontman of My Comic Romance, shout out. He collects these. Oh. I thought that's pretty interesting to know. Let's just give them to him. We're going to be doing two giveaways. We have these giant toys. And I know, right? This is what you, and This is what you have to do. Okay, Comic Fam? There's a link in this video. I want to surprise my friends in Portland. This is their Instagram handle, Disc Heroes. If you go to the description of this video, there's a link to it. The link should work. If not, it's Disc Heroes. D-I-S-C-H-E-R-O-E-S. And all you need to do... I want to surprise them, okay? And the way we're going to surprise them is we're going to send as many people to their Instagram page and comment on their last post. It probably has to do with something like in their local community. They're not really big on social. They're serving their Portland area. However, give them a follow. Maybe they'll start doing more stuff in the community. But this is someone who's like family to me. And he gave, there's like a couple hundred dollars I remember seeing these
1: too. The last con I went to was Emerald City 2019. Right. And... These have just been sitting here this whole time? Dude,
0: I screwed up, man. I went before through... you moved. You I had know, to move dude, with these things. I, I know, I moved with them. Like, dude, it, it's because it's they're so big. They are. And we're a comic show, and I like making the, 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 the giveaways kind of like have something to do with the show. And there's something about, like, I want to make some type of impact to what he's doing, so I want to show their Instagram and make it. Anyways, I'm doing it now. All right. We're doing it now. So I'm going to show the community, go over to disc heroes on Instagram. These guys are awesome. Great members. You're going to see them at cons. If you've been to a comic con, you know who this is. Okay. This is a excellent member of our community. Go to their Instagram. You don't even have to follow them if you don't want to. I just want you to comment on their last post. I want them to go, what the hell is going on with our IG? Did something Comic that Tom happened, sent us here. Yeah, be like, oh, Comic Tom said we had to come here. Just say anything. Anything funny. Don't say anything mean, but, <laughs> but say something funny if you want. I just want to see so many Instagram comments on their last post. And what we're going to do between now and the next two weeks that this comes out, we're going to do a random drawing for... Um, Ugnot. Ugnot. And what was yours again?
1: Mine, obviously. Who could forget? Admiral Akbar?
0: Admiral Akbar. All right, these are expensive toys, all right? But They're I'm not big. a toy guy. But what I do know is that there was a price on these that was over $100 on each. So here we go. A couple hundred bucks. Awesome donation to the comic book fam. Okay, now um, let's get into, <gasps> oh my goodness, I'm thinking we do some beer comments.
1: You know what we need? You what we need, we need is like a giant wheel. A wheel? You just spin the wheel. And Figure like out what we do topics. next. Yeah, because I'll forget. If, we, if they're not written down, I mean, thankfully you're in charge. And I'm just, I'm just here for. You're here
0: for. You're here, man. Comments. You're my backup, man. You're my backup. Viewer mm-hmm. comments. Viewer comments is what we're going to do. Okay, so um, these are when. It's kind of confusing, Ryan. It's kind of confusing, but some people forget. When people comment on a video, we read the comments. Right. And then we talk about them on the mic. Let's do it. What's confusing? That's what's confusing about it. All right, here we go. Um, can you please read uh, Brant's comment? This is from Brant. Have you guys ever walked into a new LCS and got a total blow-off? <laughs>
1: oh, my gosh, Ryan. Okay, moving on. This Like LCS, a child! <laughs> this LCS, I have not. This LCS bags and boards all their books. So I was excited to drive out of my way about 45 minutes in two tolls. To get there.
0: That's right. There's tolls in parts of the country. Right, this, yes. are. Not on. up here, but I, I'm, not I'm here from the New West York, Coast. man. So it's a very true thing.
1: I was excited. I was excited to drive out of my way to go there and pick up a few books and maybe try and get on a sublist. I was so dismissed and alienated by his arrogance. I just ended up walking out. Granted, I'm no golden age guru, but I would say, I would say every month I spend 300 to 700 a month or so on books. So I'm not a jerk either. When I told my wife what happened, she compared it to when she would go to a higher-end jewelry store or furniture store. What do I need to do to not be treated like a jerk?
0: All right. So, Comic Fam, I think I'm going to make this this clip um, when we repost it uh, next week titled something along the lines of, comic book stores don't do this. All right. You know, I, I chat with a lot of stores, you know, constantly. There's a lot of, I'm uh, trying to support as many people as I can. You know, I want to help this community grow and thrive and this one right here is my cat. Butch. Butch. And he hates it too. When, when someone goes into an LCS, first off, it is amazing that uh, he's just biting me. He's full on biting me. He's you. just biting me. He's like, dude, you got to just let me walk on the table, damn it. I want to be with Ryan. He's like, just gnawing he's on my hand. He's trying to devour right? your entire hand. My hand is being eaten by my cat. This is how you know cats are evil. They just want to eat you.
1: You take that back, sir. Oh, my goodness. It's Look okay. at him. He's a uh-huh. good guy. I could just. He's not going to eat
0: me while I'm alive, but dude, if I died and my body was just left here, over time, right. he would start eating me, I bet. And Look
1: that's... at him. He's planning it already. He's You're like, famous, Butch. I
0: know, right? Got Bye. So this is like what not to do with when you have an LCS. So like, I want to remind everybody that the world we're living in where we have stores that sell a paper item to read okay, Correct. that you have to subscribe to like it's a damn magazine. Right. Okay? I got cat hair in my mouth. It's the best place for it. I'm touching my 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 mouth my 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 tongue with my hand. There's cat hair on my hand. This is what happens when you have a medium like this and you go to a location to purchase it to read it by hand. It doesn't make sense. This is not something that makes sense with the technology that exists. That there is a that this is a a, a service that should exist. I I think it should. Don't get me wrong. There's a value to it. I'm you know I you know die by it kind of thing. But this is something that. We need to respect that in the 21st century, comic books, they're akin to like magazines. When was the last time you went to a magazine shop? You know, like back in the day, go to the they mall.
1: Those?
0: They, exactly. <laughs> or, or Pike, we live in Seattle, Pike, <laughs> Pike Place Market, right? There's there a used big to like newsstand there. there. Yeah. There used to be a lot more of them. Okay. There used to be stores devoted to, yeah, this is where you get your magazine subscription. And then that went away because you could get them by mail. And then they went away because why do you read magazines by hand? You go digital, right? Oh, and then comics go digital. What? Yeah, it's because there's so much to be, there's so much value that comes from an in hand comic book that it creates all the things that we love. You gotta respect it more than this member's experience at an LCS. This I, LCS yeah. failed this customer.
1: Any customer that walks through your door as a, as, a, as a comic shop person should be greeted with like roaring applause, like on the soundboard, which I don't think we have that button anymore. Ah! Thank you. See, Ryan
0: doesn't like the soundboard, but when I use it, He's over here dictating it. Exactly. I
1: thought it was one of the buttons you got rid of. No. 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 We should have that at Mill Geek when someone walks in. Applause. Thank you. Hey, you're here to buy a Dollar Bin book? Sure.
0: Amazing.
1: Thank you for coming in. Right this way. Amazing.
0: You didn't have to come in. You could have read this online. You know, you could have done anything. You could have bought the graphic novel from Amazon and read it. You could have done a lot of things before this. But instead, you came in. Oh, what's this? You, you, you want to get into a a, a a collectible comic book? You want to buy a collectible comic book? Hot damn. That's amazing. You didn't have to do that. You could have read that in a lot of different ways. But again, it's just like, well, we am going to protect this. This moment, it happens so often. All right, and I'm that's very why conscious I'm gonna, of
1: this. When I work at the comic shop and someone comes in, I'm very conscious to not be like, Bam, what do you want?
0: Am I driving a, a point, at this point home, comic fam? I wanted this to be like Stan's soapbox here. You got to make... Like, if you're an LCS, you got to go all out for every single person who comes in, regardless of how much they're going to spend on your comic books. You got to treat them right. Don't blow them off. Don't blow them off. Well put. Fire guy, Ryan. Okay. So the next comment here is a lot of fun. In 2019, after many years of not having it, I finally bought an Uncanny X-Men 248. This is the first Jim Lee on the X-Men title from eBay. Shortly after, I went to Washington State SummerCon and got it signed by Claremont and Lee. Bucket list item. Check. Cheers. From OMAC. Okay. Oh, hey. There we go, local cat over here. And this is what's cool about this one. This is from our uh, $10 keys section on our last live show. And we showcased X Men 248 because you can find that for five bucks, for a dollar, for $10 in high grade. And with all these keys going up, I thought, hey, let's give some love to some undervalued books. And this one was one that many people said, yo, I got this in my collection. I have to own this book. I think it's a cool comment because this person got a really dope collectible and got it signed.
1: That's just an extra layer. And that's a local con.
0: There we go. All right. Um, Ryan, this next, this next one's for you, brother. I picked this one for you. It says, it's great to hear Fire Guy Ryan's voice. I think this member right here missed you on the show after your, you weren't even really on a hiatus. You were just yeah, it learning. <laughs>
1: Whatever the worst word is for hiatus. It
0: was, it's like the thing is it wasn't a hiatus because you were doing things behind the scenes, making the comics happen. Right. You, you quit your job and started working comics full time. So I like, did.
1: That was the thing that happened.
0: Okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. Um, ooh, relax, comment. All right, so this one right here, uh, <laughs> this one right here is just uh, more <laughs> members backing me on the soundboard. Bro, it kills me when Tom hits the homie song and jams to it. I love that shit. Comic fam. Because it's trash. Joe, Oh, we're supposed to be saying the names of the people. I'm so sorry. Jose Quintanilla. This is for you, brother. Like Damn right. Okay. Give me, give me some trash. Give him some trash because it's trash. (laughs) That's (laughs) he does not like the soundboard, but you know what? He likes it when Frank is on there, Uh, yes, and it works. Okay, um, this next comic is com comet comic is from Marcus Lopez. What does it say?
1: So, we're talking about the nice house on the lake. I was reading that, had to stop halfway to roll a blunt.
0: Comic fam, we're gonna get into nice house on the lake later on in the show, but I understand. This member, Marcus Lopez, is feeling because, dude, when you read this comic, you straight up stopped halfway through and were like, I have to tell Tom whatever he's doing to read this I talked to
1: you. I talked to Russ. I reached out to my girlfriend, Tessa, who is here. I reached out to my friend, Tyler, who barely reads comics. (laughs) I was just like, I need to talk to somebody about this damn book. And, yeah, it's, we'll, get, we'll get into all that. We'll okay. get into it, but That's I understand
0: the feeling. I understand. Ugh. It's like when your mind gets blown, it's just what happens. All right, here we go. Um, Roland Katsuragi, he says, didn't know Tom could play with the coin. And what he's saying there, I think this was part of our coverage on the coin. Silver coin. Silver from coin. last time. Yeah. Silver coin. Thank you. Right. Um, Silver coin, which was an excellent anthology series. It's ongoing. and it got picked up for more issues. And the first one followed someone. Tenacious D style. Picking up a coin and writing the best song in the world. Blowing people's minds, And <laughs> I noticed that's a good one, right? That new and button has not been used enough. We'll get there. I know, we're getting there, man. Um, but coin is what he used to play the guitar because he lost a pick. And I do play guitar. I'm thinking about playing more guitar. You know, my dad plays drums. We like playing music together. Maybe I'll like show the community a little bit.
1: You can really tell. Tom picks the comments. I should pick the comments someday.
0: You can. Dude, you should be picking more of the comments. That would man. be a lot of work. Though. I'll more. let you do Damn it. Damn it, Ryan. Yeah. Damn it.
1: You can keep picking them.
0: Okay, take a look at this.
1: From, this is from Xavier Hartley. Some things you just can't get from others. Uh, some things you just can't get from other comic streamers, such as the hilarious humor and Office references, an amazing soundtrack, and Butch the Cat. 100%. My favorite thing about comics is this podcast. Keep it up. Thumbs
0: up. Yo, I appreciate the kind words, but the thing that made me clip this comment is Butch the Cat. Butch is awesome. He's a walking thumbnail. Dude, he is the coolest part of our show, I think. And he meows and he sheds and it's worth every second that he's in this room. Can
1: we look into maybe like little kitty headphones? Kitty headphones? Right. I don't think he'd wear them. And like a little a little a little kitty microphone? There's a third chair right here. We
0: could just set him up, but I think if we put him on the chair he would start get, you know, causing a ruckus. Okay, and then Someday. Um, here we go, here we go, here we go. Um, we have another our last our last comment today, and this one's really dope. You're gonna really like this one, okay? Cool books from our uh $10 key section of the last podcast. This should be a regular, semi-regular part of the podcast. And guess what? It just did. That's right. Next part of the show, what we're doing right here, right now, we're doing $10 keys. $10 $10 keys, because not every comic $10. book is worth a ton of money. You don't have to spend a ton of money right. to collect comic books. You don't even have to be specking. You don't even have to be doing it for investment reasons. Collecting is about just enjoying the books that you have in your long box, in your short box, if you're still building up to that long box. And we're going to talk about some $10 keys that I would pick up all day, any day for under $10. And yes, do some have spec potential? Of course. I'm going I'm to hook up the community. I'm going to you know, try to point them in the right direction a little bit. And I will say this, okay? Some people call us a spec channel, all right? And here's the thing. I follow spec channels. I don't do what they do. We report on what's climbing in the market. Now, does our reporting cause activity to happen in the market? Absolutely. Do we help feed into the spec market by showcasing what's going on, of course, because when people see what's going on with their fellow members and they agree with what they're doing and they want to participate, it moves the the, the dial, all right? However, what we don't do, what I have purposely avoided since the beginning of the show is being like comic fam. This book is a, a $200 book and I think it could be worth more. So buy this $200 book right here, right now. Um, I have, and, and this is my reasoning for it. And there's no like, there's like little proof for like, you know, I'm reading through the lines on spec and I'm, I'm like analyzing the show. I'm talking like people specking that the dark hold was gonna happen in WandaVision well before the dark hold happened, right? Cause like I was as shocked as anyone else. There's a handful of people who did spec on it and they did a great job speculating on it, but that's not the kind of spec work that I participate in as far as like most of our content does. However, when there are books that are super affordable, That's stuff that I feel fine about because here's the last thing I want to do is point someone into the direction of like, yo, really spend a ton of money on this book and then have the spec fail because it's not like something I'm super confident in. It's one thing for me to be like, yo, I got two of Dracula one here, Bronze Age horror. Okay. I believe in that book. Yeah. Is that a few thousand dollars? Absolutely. Has it gone up like triple since I bought it? Absolutely. But that kind of spec is different than... Insert MCU spec here. I wasn't telling anyone about specking on Contessa Valentina, Allegra de Fontaine. All right. I talked about it as it happened on the show and then caused, uh, you know, turbulence in the market and and people starting to buy. So what I will do is talk about books that are spec worthy, that are super affordable, that if, hey, if it doesn't play out, you, you paid five bucks and it's a dope book.
1: Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Is that fair? You're not going to like be living on the street, hopefully.
0: That's what I feel like. If so you're that this,
1: close to living on the street, then don't spend the last $5 on comics would be my <laughs> <that's> <laughs> serious that's advice. Probably <laughs> that's probably the before. serious advice,
0: man. Yeah. All right, so now let's get into some $10 or less key books that you can add to your collection and feel really good about spec on Do what you want, but add them to your collection if you can find them because they're dope. We have Alpha Flight Number One, and some members are going to go. Come on, Tom. You're talking about Alpha Flight Number One. This book at nine point eight went for five hundred dollars at the beginning of May. What is happening? It. I feel it in my soul. All right, it's amazing. But here's the thing, comic fam. Alpha Flight is kind of like a, a. It's great run. All right. A lot of people read Alpha Flight. A lot of people bought Alpha Flight. I'll tell you as someone who's bought a lot of collections in their lifetime, this is like the kind of joke book, not because of its interiors and the narrative or anything like that. It's kind of like a joke collectible in that dealers have purchased this run like more times than they would like to count, probably more than they can count. And having a run of Alpha Flight be part of your 10 long box collection fine, your 20 long box collection fine. How many, how many Alpha Flight ones did you get? The fact that Alpha Flight is being specced on more now than ever in my lifetime, I've never seen more interest in this Canadian superhero in this last 45 days than I have in the entire time I have been doing comics and I grew up at a comic book store when I was like eight years old, okay? The entire time, Never. This book you can get for a dollar. You can get for $10. If you can get it in high grade or a newsstand, yeah, you are in the money potentially if you get it graded and it comes back super high because this book is a major spec book because Alpha Flight is now becoming a major spec um, because of rumors in the MCU. Alpha
1: Flight, you think they're going to get a movie or something?
0: I don't. Dude, I don't it's even know. It's just x
1: adjacent, right? That's the thing? Yeah,
0: and it's hard to believe that that's going to happen first, but that's where spec is pointing to, and I'm not pointing to a bunch of X-Men spec. The spec that I am pointing to that I'm like confident in that I'll put money down is stuff that anybody would. I got a 266 over there. No one's going to judge me for buying an X-Men 266 first gambit.
1: I might, but I'm not. You, a you, you
0: could, but yeah. You know, My opinion
1: does not count. However, it does count when I want to give a giveaway to somebody for making a good comment.
0: What was a good comment? Where'd it go? <laughs> Com- <laughs> it was from Comic
1: Toby. It wasn't that far. Comic
0: Toby. Comic Toby. It,
1: it wasn't that far up.
0: Is that it? That's not
1: it. No, no that's no. not it. Scroll down. I mean, it Scroll wasn't. Scroll down. Yeah, Comic Toby. I
0: Comic-Toby.
1: enjoy the Sour Patch Kids. That made me. That Did made you me like laugh. that? So. All right,
0: Comic Toby. We're hooking you up. You're getting Shang-Chi. A Shang-Chi exclusive. You can you put Comic Toby on there? I can write that down for him. All right. Big congratulations to You make me laugh Comic- and you get a giveaway, I guess. Yeah, Comic Toby. Uh you, you make Ryan laugh. You say something fun here. Make a happen, Cabin. Oh, and don't forget about the Canadian Price variant. Yes, don't forget about that. Big thank you to Bobby York, and you will also be getting Hooray. A giveaway, King and Black exclusive. That's how nice. we do it. You got to be here for the live show, Comic Fam um, members who are in the chat joining us randomly. When we try to shoot the, try to hit the mic, we shoot to hit the mic at six o'clock on Thursdays <laughs> biweekly. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes it don't
1: Sometimes it takes us like 2 hours to prep the show.
0: You know what? You never know. You never know. Okay, this next book on this list that I have for you $10. 10 10 10 10, 10 under. We have Batman 657. Dude, I love Damian Wayne. I think Damian Wayne's awesome. He's and he comes in favorite goes. Robin and I get a lot of crap for saying that. You but. shouldn't say. Dude, that's not a bad thing to say. I like him. I like him and you know what, his first appearance is in Batman Incorporated. Yeesh. But here we go. We have his first his second full appearance and we have his first cover appearance and for a character that is a fan favorite to a lot of people like people really like damien and as far as how many robins there are and you know even when he was batman was dope this book people also really don't like damien. They, they don't it's, it's a, a catch he's it, polarizing he is polarizing but dude i like polarizing characters because it do. means that people are passionate
1: Yes. You know what I'm saying? A thumbs up is just as good as a thumbs down.
0: That's how I feel. That's, how I ex- that's exactly how I feel, Ryan. That's okay. how YouTube works, apparently. Okay, so, Comic Fam, consider this. All right. I'm going to hit you with another X title right here, right now, that you need to consider, that you need to be keeping an eye on. on. It goes for a dollar. I've been buying this book for a dollar. This doesn't so look long. like it
1: would be good. <laughs> if I'm being <laughs> if I'm judging it, which I do a lot, a I'm lot a of judger. People feel
0: the same way. Yeah. But all right, here we go. X Men Annual Ten. First parents of X babies. But what? what I, really Yeah, it is. But the the character that is featured on here is Longshot, and he would appear here first after his feature in his own solo title, which was done, um, I believe it's a five issue series, maybe four. I can check that. Doesn't matter. But he was in his own um solo title called Longshot. Longshot. Okay. Now, this is when he joins the X-Men. Why am I pointing to this book? It's a minor key. You can get it for under 10 bucks. And when I show you this, yes, comic fam, this is the world that we're living in. Longshot number 1 at 9.8 is hit 700-800. I know there was a $1000 sale somewhere it was reported on. When books like this Start spiking. Long shot number one. Arthur Adams. It's dope. By the way, I own a copy at nine eight. I bought it when it was like two hundred and fifty dollars, because everybody's starting to spec on X Men. All these even characters.
1: Know who this is?
0: There you go. <laughs> Ryan doesn't even know who Longshot is. Nineties man, that's not my thing. It's, it's a nineties character, but here, the thing is, is that people are specking so heavily on characters like Gambit that they start looking for other characters to spec, and that people aren't. And that's how you get in at an affordable rate. That's how you have these big wins. When people start getting these big keys and they trade up to it, but they're not dropping down their, their uh, paycheck every single week, it's because they're specking on the right stuff. And this is a character that people specked on right early on, book took off. And I'm telling you, his time that he joins in the X-Men is a key appearance that goes for under $10. When his first appearance is hitting above 700 regularly at 9.8, pick up the book. If anything happens Long Longshot, you're going to be in the money. It's going to be a good book. You're going to be very happy you have it. And something I've learned
1: from the Marvel movies is they do like to surprise you. Like, I would be more surprised if the X-Men team they do end up using is, like, Cyclops, Colossus, Nightcrawler. I would be expecting there to be some wild card type right. X-Men on there that nobody is really prepared for or thinking about. That's how I feel. I don't know who the hell Longshot is, but there could be other ones or him.
0: You never know. All right. This next one on this list. You know, I love Constantine. You know, I love any... I mean, I'm not a fan of, I've never actually smoked a cigarette before, but as far as a chain-smoking character, he is by far the coolest one, and this one right here is Swamp Thing number 67, and it has a six-page special preview of Hellblazer, and Constantine is a character that keeps coming up on the mic for various reasons, whether whether it be because of the show that got canceled, and then them reutilizing the same actor who was in the show, whether it be in the uh, JLA Dark animation that spiked up books, whether it be Swamp Thing that spiked up books, whether it be the HBO Max Swamp Thing, they brought that back over after it got canceled, spiking books, which that all happened. Whether it be the JLA Dark that's going to be getting an adaptation, at least rumored adaptation, uh, courtesy of Bad Robot that will feature Constantine, as well as a lot of other like darker-themed characters. And then we have... Sandman, which is going to feature a different version of Constantine, but still Constantine. Do I need to say more? Comic fam, Constantine is here to stay. He's one of the dopest characters in DC Comics. And when you have a minor key like Swamp Thing 67 going for under $10, you pick it up when you find it in the dollar bin, damn it.
1: Can you hit the applause button real quick?
0: There you go. (laughs) Thank you. Hot damn! That's what I got to say about that. How do you just have all that information
1: Because, dude, I talk
0: about it every week, man. That's all I do. That's what I do. I Uh, I do it for the comic fam. That's why they're here. I don't even remember
1: what I wore yesterday or like what I did this morning. I don't (laughs) either. I barely
0: remember what I ate, you know, but I do remember the multiple times I talk about books. I care about the books, man. I care about the market and I care about the community Mm. and I got to keep them informed, man. Just like I got to show you this comic book, the incredible Hercules. All right. Weird. It's a weird one. Right?
1: doesn't look that cool.
0: Issue number 133. This is the origin of Amadeus Cho. Ah. Okay amadeus cho is one of the biggest spec characters as it pertains to the next gen heroes okay and his first appearance in amazing fantasy is one that has skyrocketed the newsstand of that issue has skyrocketed and his origin book is one that people don't even put on the ebay listing yes That's what I have to say about it. People just don't know that this is a book that is a minor key for a character people care about that has a lot of potential. I'm going to ask Joe, dude.
1: That looks exactly like a book I would just continue to flip past and not even look twice at. That looks like a dollar book. A dollar might even be like an exaggeration for that. And I would be
0: wrong. No, actually, up until right now, you're not wrong, Ryan. You actually are very astute. (laughs) In your observation, because this is a dollar bin book right now. People don't know this book. They don't care about this book. They're hunting for his first appearance in newsstands, and it's okay to hunt for those. You should be hunting for those, but you should also be looking at the books that people aren't thinking about. Just like this next one. Dude, how many times are nice. we talking about the ultimate run, Ryan? I talk, like,
1: I talk about it more than people probably want me to.
0: Yeah, because it's all got Bendis like it. all up in it.
1: Right. Correct. Ryan loves Bendis. I do. And Ultimate Spider-Man holds a near and dear place in my heart because it's one of the first. I used to take the bus to Borders in high school and just sit there and read Ultimate Spider-Man trades on the weekend instead of doing cool stuff, you know, like other other kids did.
0: We're going to get into a part of this podcast where we talk about how to get people into comic books. My uncle recently had some heart surgery. Shout out Uncle Pat. And my dad went down to visit him. And it was after he, he had to wait to see him because of COVID and he had to wait to get his vaccines and he's got a heart condition. So it's like dangerous stuff. Right. So he had to wait. Right. And it was kind of a thing. Right. We're like, I kind of wait. Like, oh, I want to go see. i to go visit our uncle kind of sucks. We can't visit him. Right. So he goes down there and hangs out with my uncle for a few days. Right. And I get a call and they're just like, they're chilling, man, chilling with your homies. Real... And what they're doing is they're like being boys. And I'm just like having so much fun listening to my dad getting shenanigans with this, you know, a good friend of his. Right. He's like my uncle, but he's not really my uncle. But he calls he call him calling my uncle. I was gonna say, I
1: thought he sounds like your bro- like his dad, your dad's brother. My my, but I don't know.
0: I'm from a Latino family, and there's a my parents like, did
1: that too. We had uncles that were definitely not related, but they're
0: uncles. They're just around you so always, much. You always know him as an uncle more an than uncle. my actual uncles. For real though, that's like that's what happens, right? You, you come a family, you have those kind of experiences. Well, my uncle um, made it through heart surgery. It was fantastic. He's doing really well. And my dad's like, dude, we're gonna like take you to some comic book stores and get you into comics. He never read comics before.
1: That would like knock you out for a
0: while and you're just stuck in bed recovering for. He's doing a lot of reading a while. Yeah. He's never read a comic book before. Wow. Never wanted to. And my dad did some risky business and got him a superhero comic for his first one. Because the thing was, is that he's like, yeah, but I like Spider-Man. Okay. But the thing is like, typically you don't, we're going to get, we're going to get into this, this a later is a whole of the show. conversation. It is. But you know what he did recommend? Ultimate Spider-Man. He calls me up. He's like, "Tom, do you have Ultimate Spider-Man? You can send your uncle Pat." I'm like, "I don't have any. Like, my, I my trades. It's like a library at my house. I don't right. even know where they are. All my friends have my books. I end up buying books over was, and over." We again. were
1: just out in your living room, man. I noticed a lot, of, a lot of your books are Volume, volume Two, Volume Two of stuff. Uh, volume okay, Two, Volume yeah.
0: Three, because Volume One goes out, and then they love it, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, I let someone else borrow it." And you know what? That's okay. Mm. Hey, I don't buy my trades thinking that I'm going to own them forever. I guess. Hey, they just go out into the ether. My comics? Don't touch my comics. Be careful. I, I'll show you my comics. Like, the you know, the, the my floppies, you know? But as far as the trades, have at it. You want to eat it? You want to eat it? Don't eat your comic. You want to eat it? You want to it, it, eat eat your food while reading it? Go ahead. I don't okay. care. You get a coffee stand on it. Dude, my Seat of Destruction trade, I have like four of them, by the way. They are They are tattered. They're tattered.
1: That wasn't me, by the way. You loaned that again. to me like 10 years ago, and I returned it in pristine condition, of course. Because, Ryan, you're
0: awesome. Okay. Awesome. Well, here we go. Ultimate Spider-Man was the book that my dad got my uncle. That's the the, the story in a this nutshell. This is a long story. <laughs> That's what happens, man, we're, uh. on, we're chatting comic books. And he freaking loves it. He needed to get volume two before he left. He went through Ultimate Spider-Man. He's like, this is like the coolest thing ever. Like, And hearing him, like, hearing someone who's not into comics, who's not into superheroes geek out like they've never experienced superheroes as a medium or content in general... It's such a special feeling. Ultimate Spider-Man does that for people. Brian Michael Bendis killed it. And spec, oh my goodness, for Ultimate Spider-Man has been hot in and out for three years. Since we've been on the show, we, kept, we constantly bring up Ultimate Spider-Man because they tend to utilize a lot of like the, these types of characters. These versions of the characters. Thank the you, The ultimate Butch. versions.
1: The Ultimate Universe, I feel like, was kind of what they ended up basing a lot of the movie stuff off of. Like... Nick Fury comes to mind a lot. Like, they did not go with the swashbuckling eye patch. Well, I guess he still has an eye patch. They didn't go with the, you know, the Steranko Nick Fury that I'm thinking of. They went with the Samuel L. Jackson
0: Ultimates Nick Fury. So take a look at this, comic fam. Oh, another one. Um, When Venom, during Venom's uh, Donny Cate's run, there was an introduction of Ultimate Venom that right. spiked a bunch of Ultimate books. Um, Before the, I mean, we haven't even seen Venom 2 yet, but the Cletus Cassidy spec... Spike that entire Cletus narrative that was in Ultimate Spider-Man, the Carnage narrative.
1: I would just argue the an Ultimate Universe as a whole is so is damn good, underappreciated.
0: Okay, so here when I show you this, you guys are gonna be like, "Oh, wait a minute." So, um, Ronan Hawkeye takes on the Ronan mantle, right? All right? We we saw that um, take place during Endgame. We did. However, he definitely um, went back to being Hawkeye by the end of it. Now, is Ronan gone? I don't think so. And the spec right now is that. Maybe Maya Lopez may take on that the... That happened in the, the comics. comics. It did happen in the comics. But you know what else happened in the comics? Moon Knight took on the mantle of Ronan. Now, the reason why I'm pointing this out is a cheap book. All right? I don't think this is one to, like, don't be dropping crazy money on it. Again, pay uh, buy it raw. Don't, don't, even, don't even fork out an extra $80 on a 9.8 unless you're really feeling good. But don't blame me if it doesn't pan out. However, there is so much Moon Knight spec going around... And specifically, a lot of people are not buying into Moon Knight spec because the key books are so expensive. You think of Werewolf by Night, 32. It is way outpriced itself well before Moon Knight was even announced. All right. And we have right here a persona of Moon Knight as the Ronin and a character that no one's really specking on. And we don't know where they're going to take us. We don't even know what version of Moon Knight we're going to get
1: really. That's a solid point. I mean, like I was saying before, Marvel does like to throw curveballs at us. So,
0: big shout out to Octavio who helped me source some of these for this uh, video today. He's our Moon Knight specialist kind of like in our group. And whenever I have Moon Knight questions, it's like akin to me asking you Green Lantern questions cuz I'm not as well versed. You know, I've read main stories and I've caught up, but there's a, such a rich history for some of these characters and they, and they expand pretty well. And this character is fascinating, and I never really got into him until like the last couple of years and it was nice to be reminded that, oh, yeah, there's some ultimate, ultimate Moon Knight that you got into.
1: Ultimate universe in general can serve as, like, an easier intro to a lot of more complicated characters, especially, like, Moon Knight, who's got, like, several different personalities. And it's just... When I tried reading his original Marvel introduction, I was very, very confused.
0: We'll take a look at this next one because we have Ultimate Spider-Man 79. This is the first appearance of Moon Knight in the Ultimate Run. Ah. So here's just another... Affordable key, it's a Moon Knight key. I'd be excited as a Moon Knight collector to own this, regardless of what happens with the show. But for an Ultimate comic, Ultimate Spider-Man comic that is so undervalued for a character that we have no idea where they're going to take us, I think this is another one. Ultimate Spider-Man issue number seventy-nine. All right, let's actually, um, you know what? Let's hit him with the next one because we have one more Ultimate uh, Ultimate book here, and it's worth showcasing. Issue number eighty. Wow. We have the first cover appearance. Of Ultimate Moon Knight, and take a look at this. His character design is fantastic. I mean, that's kind of why you you may get lucky with these types of uh, this type of spec because if they draw from the comics and they are looking for a less fantastical version of Moon Knight, it's more likely we're going to get something like this, something more sleek, more dark, more Batman esque than the what you know really what they got in the Bronze Age.
1: And it looks like he still has the hood that he normally wears. It's just not up. Which well, that makes a lot of sense. Like it would be like a like a hoodie or something that he wears. It's just not up over his head.
0: Okay, so uh, take a look at this next book here. We were just chatting about um, X Men keys. We were talking about Gambit just a second ago. So Gambit's a character that if there's any signs of mutants coming, Gambit's going up. That's why everybody's got their 266. It's why they don't even need to like people were specking on Gambit before Marvel even acquired the rights. Like really, you know, because it's Gambit. That's the character that I grew up loving. I remember
1: there was speculation that they were going to make a Gambit movie right around X-Men Origins Wolverine. They were going to make X-Men Origins Magneto. X-Men Origins Gambit was on the table, but then uh, the other ones didn't really pan out.
0: Dude, I used to do, um, when I was a kid, there there was two times I did this, all right? The first time was with Power Rangers, and the other time was when Gambit was on the screen. I was a little kid, mind you. What I would do is I would dress up in anything that I had that would make me feel like I was in a costume. My dad was dope. He got me like Robin pajamas, Green Lantern pajamas, or Green, Lantern, Green Green Ranger. I was not a Green Lantern. I was not a Green. Do they make Green? Lan- Green. They, I was <laughs> asking in the, for yeah, a yeah, friend. <laughs> 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 no, I had a, a Green Ranger yeah. pajamas, um, and I also had a Gambit getup. All right, I had, a, I had a stick. My dad would always like hey, look out for a stick, you know, because I I'd throw playing cards around. So what I would do is when the X Men animated series was on, or when Power Rangers was going full Power Rangers, you know, like. Hardcore with the, with the music and everything. It's like metal, man. It's like hardcore. What I would do, my my, um, at, my at the house I, I grew up in, we had this like giant couch, and the couch cushions you could like have like eight couch cushions that you pull out, and I would domino them up. I'm so I, concerned I put, I put up, about where this story's going. It's it's it's, 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 it's <laughs> no great. Idea. It's great. So I, I I line them all up, and then I. would Play the Power Rangers or X-Men animated series, pretend I was the character, and then just start karate chopping, knocking them down, jumping on the couch cushions, pretending I was taking on Juggernaut. Comic fan knows what I'm talking about. You been there? Because I was there. I was there, Ryan. I felt the mutant energy, the ranger energy. I felt it through the screen, and I had to take it out on the cushions.
1: I took the mutant energy out on multiple bowls of cereal that <laughs> was that guy
0: yeah you're <laughs> like, like i need some more crunch. <laughs> i'm gonna sit
1: down and not move for as long as possible and, yeah
0: can you yeah. tell me, i had the energy back then too
1: yeah, clearly yes i'm not the, the heroes got me hyped
0: it, it's, it's what happened all right well
1: anyways I really wish your dad had filmed some of this this would have been great
0: God, yeah, who knows man maybe that maybe that lives out there but um gambit is a character that when it spikes it's gonna hit really it's gonna it's gonna land really hard Um, And what ends up happening is you got to spec on the people that he's associated with. Sure. Rogue. Sure. However, his family members. What? Yeah. He has a family member. He actually has somebody, his boo in the comic books and she first appears in this issue. That's right. X-Men issue numero Ocho. I thought
1: I was going to have to remind you of Spanish.
0: No, 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 no. no. Um, I'm talking about this book and I know Ocho in in Espanol is eight. X-Men number eight. I was looking for the year that it came out. I think it's nineteen ninety two. I could be wrong. But it's uh Belladonna. We have the first appearance of Belladonna. Um we have a picture I got from Google as you can see because it says my comic shop. Shout out. Um and this book is a very affordable book. And if you're looking at specking on X-Men keys and you're going through dollar bins, just pick this up. Just pick it up. X-Men issue number eight. You never know. You never know. And I really hope Gambit comes out. I really hope we see Gambit in the MCU. I feel like we're going to. You never know. Okay, this next one on the, on the list here. I think we've gone through all of them, but one. Is that right? There's one left. There's one left. Uno mas. We have a book that is getting treatment. Um, not, not enough love. All right? Not enough love. But the issue... Okay, let me, let me just explain it. Talk about Bishop. All right? Right. In his first appearance in X-Men 282? Yes, 282. Sure. His first appearance is essentially kind of a strange one because he's on the cover, right on the cover. It says Bishop. It's like enter Bishop or something like that. And he isn't actually in the comic. He's only at the very end of the comic, I believe on the last page. It's Classic. considered a cameo.
1: That happens all the time.
0: But here's the thing. What doesn't always happen is that he's, um, that the character that is being featured for the first time is featured on the cover. Imagine the world we'd be in. If Wolverine, dare, dare I say it?
1: Dare, you dare.
0: Imagine if Wolverine was on the cover of Hulk 180. What would that do to the comic book?
1: It would, it would be a much better world because there would be no debate.
0: Oh my gosh. The world we live in, it would be like one we just don't even, I that don't would be imagine. Like,
1: that would be like ending a war that's gone on it, for it, 50 it's crazy. years.
0: It's crazy to think about. However, here we go. Bishop, he appears on the cover and on the last page. So that makes it his first full appearance even though he's only debuted on the solicitation on the cover in the last page. See how, that, see how that's kind of a weird thing to think about? But anyways, I digress because he makes his first full appearance in comic books the next issue. Yes, he's on the cover, but this is his first full appearance in comic books. And considering that Bishop's first appearance in 282 at 9-8 has skyrocketed. Like, I don't even know the numbers off the cuff because every time I check them, they're moving and they're moving up aggressively just like Long Shots is. This book is still purchased for under 10 bucks. You can find them in dollar bins. You can find them for five bucks. This book is underappreciated. Storm cover. What's up? I said what I need to say. What do you think about this, Ryan? It's riveting information.
1: This is. I'm surprised you have all the energy after that. I said like 10 words in the last half hour. It feels like...
0: It's all good, man, because you know I put the list together with help from my homies. And, Not me,
1: thankfully. I have.
0: Hey, you did a lot of uh, the heavy lifting on the Green Lantern spec because of, I the, did.
1: A, of a lot of other stuff. So I am you know, a specialist, so. as they say.
0: All right. I want to give a shout-out to some members of the community. Um, there have been a handful of Super Chats, and we do appreciate that. We actually put that money into the production. And we put that into giveaways. However, we are absolutely distracted when we hit the chat and start like looking through. It's just a lot of members here while we're live. We're trying to deliver the best show. So the way that we do it, we don't forget about you and we definitely know that you did it. All right. And we really appreciate you. We just give you a shout out on the next show. All right. So let's give us some thanks to some members of the community. We have Nathan Martinez Comics with Bueller. Who the hell is that guy? We have R.N. Robert Gukia? Guccia? (laughs) Guccia? Robert sure. Gucia, and yes. then arthur samas and then uh nick barucci from dynamite comics that's right that's right we know him there you know go. i don't know that don't is think. what is going on so thank you so much for thank supporting you. the show and for sending us some love they want ryan to get some coffee some more cereal i do love cereal it's bad all right let's make it happen this is what we're gonna be doing. What's now. next? Spin the um, wheel. The, the next thing we're gonna do is we're gonna showcase. Uh, da, 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 da. Um, I want to do. Yeah, spin the wheel? You wanna do spin the wheel? Um, no, man. I think we should do some polls, man.
1: Comic books? We're gonna talk what, about comic What books. do you think this is? A comic book podcast? Oh, you know what I'm gonna
0: do right now? First, before we do that, I want to um, showcase the, the mail call. Let's do that real quick. Mail call? Uh, mail call, mail call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I have some updates and I wanna show some stuff. We're gonna announce, dude, breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Oh, that's crazy. Okay, Comic Fam. Um, first off. That needs to be a button on the soundboard. <laughs> what was that? We need to make a breaking news button for the soundboard, and
1: I have a perfect one to use. What is that? Somebody saying breaking news.
0: Breaking news. You're right. All right, so here we go. Um, we have a way that you can help support the show. It's the comic book subscription service, the mystery mail call. It's our way we can send you comic books every month, but it's also how you directly support what we do. If you like the, like, the videos we make and, and the effort we put into stuff and you're like, yeah, I want to give back. I want to do something. You don't just have to like send us super chats. You don't have to send, us, send, send the show money or anything. You can just get it is comics. one way. It is one way. People do it. Sure. And we appreciate it. Thank you. But we can also be sending you comics in the mail. You can get stuff too. And we really work hard to make it awesome. We do exclusives. We team up with really cool artists. Um, we got a lot of uh, big supporters in the community. I want to just uh, thank some of them today because we're actually going to announce some covers that are going into uh, the mystery mail call in select boxes that we haven't announced. Because every month, there's an exclusive that I tr- that I strive to do, and we've done it since last January, um, one exclusive minimum that everyone's getting. You want to show them what we're sending out this month? We have some damaged copies here, but they're, they're good for the... Uh, the show today. I am. There we go. We have something is killing. This is damaged. Okay. The children. I know you can see it. Oh, wow. Yeah,
1: I can really see it on the backside. Yeah, we had a
0: lot of damages Ooh. this month. And take a look at this one. Um, Raph Grissetti, God of War art director, um, freaking pioneer of the digital age as it pertains to art um, being sold in, in the digital market with digital currency. He is the Michelangelo of our generation, and I do not say that with hyperbole. I actually believe that to be true. This gentleman is working with our show because he's a supporter of our show, and I can't thank him enough. That's his fourth cover for us. It's the fourth cover we've done with him. Fourth? How cover? freaking crazy is our life? That's man.
1: fun. This is a strange existence. It's you a strange. And I, have made. I have no
0: idea what's going on. But this cover, I gotta say, Comic Fam, this is the this is easily the most beautiful cover that we've done to date. It is amazing in hand. It's I can't believe. I can't believe it's, my, it's our cover. I can't believe my logo is on the back of this. James Tynan. This is, the more, this is not the first book I've done with James Tynan on the, on the writer's credit.
1: Is it I mean, not? What, what else have we done?
0: Joker, man.
1: We did Joker. Oh, one. yeah. Yeah, it was really Also cool. with Rav Grisetti. Okay.
0: It's yeah, like, It's like a team up. I know. It's like Rav Grisetti, James Tynan. We're going go, go, to go hang out with all of them. After I wonder this. if they know that they're like connected in any way. I wonder. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, so um, if you want to support what we do, we actually um, we got under uh, I do, I think it's like under like forty slots left.
1: I was gonna say we have to be close. We're to almost done.
0: We're we're almost done. because we had damages and we had comics being shipped out all over the place. It's um, a mess. It was a mess. But we have the we have them. So I want to showcase um how you can sign up. You go to ComicTime101.com or hit the link in the description. Everybody's gonna be getting a something is Killing the Children variant. We made. Two thousand trade dress and a thousand virgins. We had a lot of damages of the trade dress and a lot of damages of the virgins. And a new update is on the newsletter that we send out. We typically put the print count. We're not doing that anymore. Cool. We're not doing the print count in the newsletter because okay. I have to order the newsletter in advance, and we don't actually know what we're going to be left with. And we have damages, and, and you know, we when we get rid of those. Those are not part of the pool. Like we don't sell these comics outside the mail call for the month. Right. So whatever that print count was when it went out, I can guarantee every single comic book that we've ever made for an exclusive, whatever we put on that newsletter, that's how much I printed. It's okay. not. It's always what is in existence. smaller than that. Always smaller. Sometimes right. significantly smaller. <laughs> you just he's being so cute. He's being so cute. See, that's why he bites me on the show because you let him bite you. Bites. Our audio fam is just so confused. So confused. Like, why? Is, why is Ryan? getting, getting bit. Okay. But I digress because um, we are going to showcase a couple other covers that we are going to be sending on the mail call this month. Um, Oh, the news, the new, hold on. I got to finish my thought process on the uh, print counts. The print counts will be published. However, we're not just going to not let you know the print counts. So what's going to happen is on the newsletter, there's a link and on our website, we will put the updated news, the updated print count that would have gone on the newsletter, but a more accurate print count because we'll have the final numbers once we mail everything out. And ideally we'll get that updated before you even receive your mail call. So when you're looking at your newsletter, you can just pull up the site and go, oh, that's how many books that actually exist that are in the buyer's pool.
1: You'll be getting a more accurate number this way.
0: Exactly. The most accurate way that we can do it. And I want to debut a cover that I did that I'm so excited about that people have never seen before. That's this was right. a secret this whole time? This was a secret. I I'm glad call this I a didn't secret s- variant. I'm glad I didn't spill the beans, the soggy beans.
1: The soggy this. beans,
0: the, the cannibal beans. Okay. okay. Well, that's
1: good, because I've been putting this book into people's mail
0: calls for the past week. <laughs> You've been doing a good job. You're oh, the right book. I could have. We teamed yep. up with Edge. Not from wrestling. Edge is an artist, okay. a newer artist on the scene, to my knowledge. And um, they're going to be uh, featured in our mail call for the... First time ever. This is the first cover we did with them, and we got them on Fantastic Four issue number thirty-two, the wedding of Doctor Freaking Doom. Comic fam, beautiful. A lucky amount of you. It's (laughs) gonna be under two, dude. We got hammered. More than
1: half. I want to say rough, rough guess because I'm I'm the one putting them into the mail calls. It's a lot, but it's not everyone.
0: Not everyone, about right. half of you are going to receive a Fantastic Four issue 32 Edge variant. Let me tell you how I came up with this concept. It was a wedding issue. We were going to do something from the wedding. However, this is the way I thought about it, because I, I saw a handful of uh, sketches before I picked this route I wanted to go. But what I told Edge was, I need a cover could be like a portrait that Dr. Doom would put up in his lair. Sure. Behind his like throne. You know what I'm saying? And this cover is the, was the only one of a. Uh, there's a lot of really cool sketches that were done. Like, hey, what do you think about this one? That's how like, the
1: process works? Yeah, yeah. I get, they give I get, you an idea and then you pick from them? Or like um, from the I different- have an
0: idea and then they kind of run with the idea in like multiple ways. Give Mar- you a few options? Marvel's like, yo, what do you think about these ideas? We like these ideas. And then I go, you know what? I go with this one. And, and I kind of have that, that hmm. sway in, in, in trying to figure it out. Did not know and that. I was looking for this type of cover, and she just brought it home. Look at the doves. They're blurred. I love right? that. That's my and, favorite and part. Right? The, the, the blurring of the flowers and the dove and then the focus of Dr. Doom and his bride. And it's just it's awesome, man. A FF cover. It, I have a Doom cover. We have a Doom cover. It feels good. Show it on the screen. You're, you're on the camera now. This thing looks so damn good in person. And I'm so excited. Lucky members are going to get them. Now, don't worry if you don't get them because we got something else for you. Um, I am so hyped to tell you that we had another member of our community who's just killing it with variants and doing some amazing work. You know him. We've talked about his work before. He does Shattered Variants. His name is Matt Damasi. all right? And this uh, this gentleman does something crazy. He basically makes a... Um, what would you call it? I I always forget this term. Mosaic. A mosaic. Thank you. He makes a mosaic out of rocks. These things are huge. Like literally, they're like like the pictures of him next to the mosaic after he's done. He told me it takes him like four months to make a cover. The pictures
1: look cool, but it's not until you see exactly the amount of work that goes into making this stuff that it gives you a completely different level of appreciation.
0: Your mind gets blown, comic fam. And I reached out to Matt and was like, yo, I just want to get some comics for the community. And he's like, yo, I want to send some more comics to the community. I'm like, how do we make that happen? So if you don't get a Fantastic Four variant this month, no worries, you're going to be getting uh, Matt, Demasi homage slash original because this is actually unique artwork because we're talking about shattered variants going into mail calls. This one right here is his homage to Iron Man. Number one, it's shattered. This thing was a beast, dude. It is huge. Took him months to make and he made him, he made it into a variant cover and we have select boxes that are going to get this. I was able to um, buy like a box from him. Okay. And, and we also had damages of those two. This um, nice is how it goes course. with with USPS. And not just that, we did get our hands on a handful of Silver Surfer One shattered variants as well. So big thank you to Matt. I, I really appreciate you, man. It, it really means a lot that you're, you you hooked us up so we can hook the fi- the community up.
1: It'll and be uh, it'll be cool to fill in the gap too. So some people will get those books, and something is killing the children variant more people will be getting Something's coming
0: the Children and Fantastic Four. There we go. And other things. All the other stuff that goes in the box. Yeah, and other things too. And we got big announcements coming, like bigger than probably, probably one of the biggest announcements I've ever made on the show. Ah, we have so we, have th- we have more things going ah, in the box soon. It's going to be freaking crazy and it's starting next month, but we can't talk about it for uh, six more Diaz. All right, that's how it goes. Six more Diaz. All right, I want to give a big thank you to... Um, Raph Grossetti to Edge and to Matt Damasi for uh, really going all out for the community, hooking up so many members this month with some awesome comics. And I'm telling you, Comic Fam, you only got five days left. We will sell out probably by tomorrow. So if you want your Something is Killing the Children variant, secure your copy now and let's keep it a rolling. Okay, we're going to get into polls. Books we're reading. Books we're reading. Okay, first off, we're talking about comic books because. You got to read your comic books. Comic books are awesome. Why, why do you like comic books, Ryan? Like, right. What about them? Besides the community, like, just about comics, that makes you excited to read them. Because you're a reader. You re- could be reading that's books. That's a question like, we always should do like, on the show sometimes. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're always like, some like, dude, I'm not really like, that much into the art. I'm more into the story and the narrative. I'm surprised like... that I like the art so much. Ooh, right. the color work surprised me today because I like the narrative so much.
1: I'm hearing an echo. Is that me? That's you, dude. I feel that's like, like, like I... that's your voice. That's how I sound. No, that's not how you sound. Someone did say they love the sound of my voice. They they do. Maybe that's what they meant. There you go. So hit hit
0: me. Why you like comic books? See, I'm just stalling until I can think of an answer. No, think I, of a I good still, answer, damn I still it! Still can't think of an answer. I think it's like with with a comic book in such a short amount of time for me, it can feel so many things. If the if the writer or the artist or combined like together, if they do it just right, you can literally get three pages into something and be like, oh wow, I was sad, I was happy, and now I'm scared. Part of the fun, like, I
1: I look at comics, I look at movies, I look at TV, I look at novels. To a lesser extent, for me, music, it's all art, right? And for a novel, it's like one person's vision. But the beauty of a comic book, most of the time, is you get a couple of people combining to make something that works better. Usually, I mean, sometimes there's, like, books that some people write and draw all on their own. That's a rare, glorious thing that happens. But mostly, it's a collaboration. And that's part of the fun, is seeing how people's visions can kind of come together into something greater than either one of them would have made on their own. That's
0: poetic, Ryan. Thank you. I love that.
1: Most people would probably say that about music, but I'm dead inside and music doesn't work on me. So
0: Unless it's funk, baby. Unless it's funk. You gotta get that bass. Ryan loves funk. I do. All right. So, um, we read comics. We I encourage really the community do. to read comics. We're going to get into reading comic stuff right here, right now. We have some Scout goodness. I want to talk about this Ashcan. Okay. Which, by the way, um, look out. We have, uh, I believe, like 50 or... Some uh, of
1: this This book we're about to talk about is going into the mail call as well, but not that many of them.
0: Yeah, Scout Comics is awesome. Um, something that they do, because they're supporters of the show, you can use KOTOM101 to get, I believe it's 20% off right now, anything off their site. They actually make Ashcans of all their comic books, right? So this is technically like the first appearance of their characters, because they always do the Ashcan. But before they send out their 900 or their 950 copies to comic book stores and LCSs across the world, because they go to Canada, you know, they partners with Lunar, major comic book publishing company. They also send us Ashcans every single month to just be sent off into the mystery mail call. How cool is that?
1: And it's pretty slim, too. Like you were saying, it's 100. I think there's 100 of those, more or less. I'm, I haven't looked sometimes at the, it's 50. Sometimes I haven't put it's them like in 60, yet, so you know. I don't have a number. Yeah. It's like a short box. Yeah. We have a short box that is not all the way full
0: of right. these things, so a so, lot of a lot of people will not be getting this. So it's a, it's lucky if you get one, exactly. awesome, right? You know, and and sometimes they they spike. I mean, it's you know, it's not the intention isn't to be like, yo, this could be worth something. Money, 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 money. No, it's like it's a cool yeah. book. Like I want, I'm excited for you to check out, and get a taste of it. Um, however, some of these ash cans actually do spike because hey, something got option and it's a first appearance, and that's also something Scout keeps in mind. Why not always make an ash can, a first appearance, something that's affordable, something cheap, something you may get into down the road, and it has that potential. You never know. Solar Flare, The Mall, all these books that got some love, got some option news. Where are you at? So we have, um, actually, I'm going to show it to you, a better picture of it. Much better. Boom. It's pretty. It's called Talon. Seed of Darkness. Okay, so this book um, as far as the ash can goes, what can you describe here? Take a look at that, Ryan, mm. you know, cause it's kind of tough because what I, th- what I th- thought was nice about this is that the interiors of this book and the ash can, it tells you nothing. It really doesn't <laughs> tell you anything. And I think it's like, it's almost more like a focus on the art specifically.
1: Nine pages. That's right. I just counted. I can count to nine. Okay. Tom really, he he just says it. Like it's, there's not a lot of words here. There's. Maybe like 10 words on each page.
0: 10 words on each page, but the art.
1: It's really an art showcase, personally.
0: This thing looks like it was like literally scenes from a movie.
1: It looks like, yeah, like a, like still shots from some kind of animated movie. Some, a very dark animated movie that I have not seen yet. It's very moody and atmospheric.
0: In the late 13th century, the pandemic known as the Black Death reached its ravenous peak. Many in the Roman Catholic Church believed the Black Death was the work of witchcraft. The malign hand the devil brother and sister Vlad Vlad the Impaler that is and Amelia head to head of the royal house of Vorden formed the Vorden hunters a small army dedicated to eradicating all practitioners of magic the Vorden hunters soon tracked down the coven of witches thought responsible for the scourge deep in the heart of Romania but like hope magic is not so easily snuffed out and there are those who would preserve it at all costs. So I'm just showing you this comic fam. I had the pleasure of reading issue one. I'll tell you, it's worth it. You got to get your hands on this comic book. Visually stunning. The color work is amazing. And the narrative is like, it takes you in present time and the past. And there's some historical fiction involved with magic and fantasy. And this, this right here, like I'm not typically really big on fantasy in comics, but this kind of fantasy where it's all in, it gets me magic and it's dark, that kind of stuff. It's less about the drama, more about the visuals and the impact and the high stakes. And that's what I'm getting from this comic book.
1: Yeah. I'm here for the historical fiction aspect on it. I'm also curious as to how they decided on these nine pages to use. Cause like we, like we've said, that's, it's, it's not the most, I feel like the, the main point of an ash can is to like hook you, right? To make you want to get the rest of the series. And for me, the main appeal of this is the way it looks, right? And it makes me wonder, like, how they choose which pages to include in the preview
0: of a comic. You know, well, I, when I read through issue one, I kind of felt like I understood why they picked the pages they did. And I let, that's, I'm not going to reveal anything on the issue. However, when members get this in their mail call and they read it, I would love to hear your thoughts. Tag me on Instagram at, at Comic One Hundred and One. But there's so much story that I couldn't pick. A handful of pages and go. This represents it in its entirety because yeah. you have past and present, and then you have a moment, which this short moment in this ash can as it as it unfolds, that brings like such darkness and, um, and such a moodiness, and you, you feel like, oh man, this character is like experiencing something. Somebody's like
1: searching for somebody, and it's 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 really dark, as you can see in the pictures we showed, and it's it's almost hard to follow, but like it's it's you're clearly dropped in the middle. Scout oh, Comics, story. man.
0: I freaking love what you guys are doing over there. Um, and we appreciate your support of our show. Let's um, take a look at some other comic books that we're reading. And make sure to pick up your copy of... Oh, make sure to mention... Who's the, who's the creators of that? I want to make sure I give them some love too. Uh, talent you. is... Um, Caspian Drake... Dark. Caspi... Caspian... Caspian
1: Dark and Ash J are the are the creators. The writers are, are known as the Brothers Harrow we got Caspian Dark and Jeffrey Vincent, and the art is by Ash J.
0: We, we're also known as Banished Shadow. Correct. Which is pretty interesting. I, I don't know what that's about, but I'm excited to find out when we uh, uh, actually get our hands on issue number one. Probably in our scout box, I'm assuming. All right. Next book on our list is from Graham Morrison. Hell yeah. Proctor Valley Road. It's fun. Dude. Hell yes, man. This is what I'm talking about, comic fam. You're here. Show them, the, show them the phantom. Phantom all out. Fandom. Look at this. We got behind all the issues here. the
1: microphone. There you
0: go. Dude, I freaking love this comic book, dude. It's so cool. These are the variants, but okay. I've got all four of them. We're going to tell you about this comic book right now. We have Grant Morrison. Who else have we got on this? We got um, Alex Child and Naomi uh, Frankwitz. And Tamara Bonvillian.
1: Tamara Bonvillian does the colors in here. And I hope at some point we will mention the colors specifically during our little chat. Uh, about we're Proctor going Valley to, Road. man,
0: because I think that's like one of its strongest. I mean, dude, everything about this comic book is strong. All right, let's take a look at it. We have Proctor Valley Road, which, by the way, optioned as of like this week. Cool. All right. Good and, to know. Um, also, isn't it ending soon? It's a
1: five-issue miniseries. Issue four just dropped. So it's approaching the end.
0: All right. So why don't you walk us through what happens in this issue?
1: This issue is about a group of, as you can see on the cover, there's four girls
0: here. They're like
1: early teens, mm-hmm. mid mid teenagers. They're high getting school. some like
0: Lumberjanes vibes. I'm getting some um, Paper Girls vibes to a right. degree. Stranger um, Things, obviously. Stranger it's, things, yeah.
1: This is set in the 70s, and Stranger Things is in the 80s. So when you get it, you get a sense of of a group of young friends in a, in an older time period. Uh, you kind of get that like summertime feel that you know. That, that it's hard to explain that like. Nostalgic childhood feeling that I get from this book. This is about a group of friends who are really excited to go to a Janis Joplin concert. That's right, makes sense.
0: They want to chill out with their
1: homies. <laughs> that is a sample from Janis Joplin. <laughs> That's right, you didn't Correct. know that. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. But they're excited to go to this concert. But they're little kids. They don't really have like disposable income like adults do. So the- take a look at this. Like, oh.
0: okay, how great is this art, man? Like the color work is is just superb. There's so much vibrance. Look at the sky, the blue, and they're just like smoking by a bus. They're They're trying to figure out how to get money. They're hanging out in a junkyard smoking cigarettes after school, which is,
1: I never did that. I was not that cool.
0: Like I said, i never smoked a cigarette in my life. Exactly. But but, um, these kids are actually a couple of, a a group of badasses. Like they're actually really fun to read about Mm -hmm. because they're just trying to hustle, trying to figure out how do we get like eight bucks. We need eight bucks a piece. We need to all be able to go to, This concert. Right. Who's this by? This is a boom. Is it what? It's boom. Is it boom studios? Mm -hmm. Shout out boom studios. Oh yeah. Freaking damn good comic books. Um, this one right here though, (laughs) that they're trying to figure out how to make this money. It made me think about like when you're little trying to figure out how to get cash. Like, like I think now when I was like, oh man, in retrospect, let me bring it back here. Um, when I was younger, like, man, there were times where I'm like, I I need to get the halo two game. Like I need to get halo (laughs) two. Like how do I get halo two? And I don't know. I was never a kid that really asked his parents to buy stuff. My parents
1: unfortunately bought all that stuff for me, and I never had to work for stuff. And I'm very lazy, and it
0: shows. Because it's trash. Yes. Oh, my gosh, I don't know how that applies, but yes. I'm just going to... I'm trash. Frank needed to be there. You're trash, Ryan. I should have had a good parent. I grew up with an infant in the house, so my parents were always so, like, worried about a baby. So I just never felt right to be, like... A little more... My mom uh, was, like, unemployed at some times. It's just like, hey, we're always trying to be super conservative. I don't ask my parents for money and stuff. But, damn, I, I wanted to freaking game or i wanted a, something you know i can't even think about stuff i wanted guitar stuff you know i was really into music so one thing i did when i was younger is me and my friend shout out trent my buddy who lived up the road over on dibuque in snohomish washington did you, oh man
1: trent is such like a childhood friend name like i, I hear the name trent and i'm like oh no
0: he was like my best friend that growing kid's up. gonna be trouble yeah he's a good guy super tall um Not not that that matters. (laughs) You know. All right. So, so me and Trent, Trent and I, we were like trying to figure out how to get money, man. We got to like, we want to go to like a fair, right? We uh, Evergreen State Fair up here in Washington. And we're like, oh, we need to like hustle. We need to make some money. What are we going to do? And like, we like look through like couch cushions, you know? Of course. That's like best idea you got. Pick up some quarters and stuff. But we had this idea. Like, what if we just go neighbor to neighbor up the street and just like, like without any tools, without any gloves, just like, hey, can we like work on your, on your yard? Can we like do, do yard work <laughs> that for sounds you? A little suspicious. And I remember just being like so nervous walking up there and him going, no, oh, it's fine, it's fine. I'll do this one, you do the next one. And like we would take turns. It got easier asking as we went. And we got no, no after no after no. And then one person was like, I, I swear, this is actually what happened. She's like, I was praying that's that. God would send someone to help me with the yard. And I'm like, dude, I'm like a little kid. Before and I'm like, <laughs> hey, I'm here. Let's do this. So we would work on this old lady's yard for like two days straight. And I'm talking like days. Dude. Yeah. We like, it was like over, It's in the summer. So we're like, Hey, well, can we can come back. And she's like, yeah, do another eight hour day. And like, we How came. not it was
1: this person's yard.
0: Dude. She had so much gardening that needed to be done. And she's not like, she's kind of old. So she she's didn't want to get in there and do it. You know,
1: letting it slide. Like I would if I, yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: And you know what? We, we were there because of uh, higher power, apparently. So what's up? We're apparently. there to help out. So, so we worked for like 16 hours with, like, over the course of a weekend to go to the fair to spend like, what was it, like $30 on a wristband. <sighs> Story ends where my buddy, after all this work and us, after us going to the fair, he loses his wallet. And we spend like an hour looking for it in the fair parking lot. And he never got his money. So he, like, I worked with this guy. And I'm over here. I'm like, I saved my money. I got, I got my, my money in my pocket. I'm super happy. I got like, you know, $70 left. And my buddy is just bitter this whole time because he lost his money at the fair.
1: As a child, that's As so a, much money.
0: It's so much money. Dude. Right? I'm it's,
1: not letting that out of my sight.
0: Like, I, hmm. I think to this day, man, if I were to bring that up, he'd be like, dude, don't even talk about that. I was so pissed. But anyways, back to the boom book that we're here to actually talk about. Right. I digress. We have um, a couple of kids trying to figure it out themselves. Okay. And... They're trying to come up with some ideas, all right? Ideas to to figure out how to like get some cash for this concert. Um, they go to a, a fair, which you see how I'm bringing I, this all I back was together. Say,
1: did you mention that on purpose? Or? I, I did, man, okay. because there was
0: a fair involved with this and You're money. Clever
1: man, that's good. That's good content right there. Subscribe.
0: There we go. That's why we're here, Comic Fam. Hit the subscribe button. And what happens when they're at the fair? We have um, one of their the brothers of the one of the characters starts getting crap for not wanting to go to war because n- there's a draft,
1: right? Vietnam is happening in the story of this book, and one, yeah, one of the girl's older brother is getting picked on by these two like military bros who were giving him crap for not wanting to go fight in Vietnam. And yeah. he's like, I ain't no part of that war. Yeah, he doesn't want any part of that nonsense. And nope. they're they're mean to him, and so our four heroes. They end up going on this like haunted house ride with these teenagers, these other guys from their school, and it's lame. It's a pretty lame carnival haunted house, and so they get the idea to drive these boys out into into the middle of nowhere to this supposedly haunted road,
0: which is actually a real road, by the way. It's a real
1: place. I didn't know that until last night when I was looking stuff up for this book to talk about today, but it's real.
0: There's actually someone in the chat that's actually saying, like, I live by this road, and they're so hyped to see that this got a, a, a narrative attached to it. I did not know this was real.
1: Yep. Oh, yeah, they, they, took, they took these guys out to the road. They're going to charge them money each.
0: They're like, hey, we're going to take you to this road that's haunted, and we can do a better job than this haunted house. We're going to take you to this road, and you're going to get scared. Right. You just got to pay us cash
1: and we'll scare the pants off you and, and you know, we get it's, to go to the concert.
0: They think they're going to make a bunch of money. Like, look at this panel here. They're like, oh, yeah. Look and at that was. grin. She's like, she's, she's scheming. scheming. Exactly. She's, I, I love she's, she's such a great character. Yes. So cool. Okay. And again, look at the, uh, this like our hippie friend over here. The, this, uh, like such so, great color work, the shading. I couldn't get over the shading. I keep bringing that up to you. You have.
1: You have brought that up several times to me today.
0: And I love the shading. So um, here's the thing. They go to the to the road, and the boys that are there paying money to this new uh, this new offer. Yeah, they're not actually there to experience the, they the horror. They are thinking
1: something else is going to happen. They're thinking they're paying these girls to go out to the to the middle of nowhere for something a little more scandalous, which doesn't make much sense to me.
0: Well, they're going. They, what we don't know is that they're getting drafted, and right. You know, they, they haven't experienced lovemaking and they thought these girls were trying to be nice. Sure. I
1: mean, they're trying to, they're, they're out on a, you know, a fun night at the carnival. They're trying to, you know, get up to some shenanigans by the end of the night.
0: Not so much. These girls are like, what are you guys thinking? No, no, no. We, they're, they're like, wait, you, were, you meant you were serious that you were, we were here to like get scared about the road and the horror? Like, no, 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 no. Uh, we, we thought we were in for we a fun a time. A little idea. different kind of time. So um, because that doesn't happen, you know they're a little upset, but it's not you know, a big deal. Well, the road is haunted.
1: Yeah, there's some creepy like beasts that are covered in chains, and uh, some bad stuff happens. These boys don't necessarily make it back. The girls are driving the van, and in a moment of cowardice, not so not so brave. I mean, I w- I would absolutely have <laughs> abandoned anybody to get out of there. I would not be there in the first place because right. I'm reasonable. <laughs> They kind of leave them there, which is unfortunate, but the girls return to town all alone, and that's the end of the first issue
0: look at this here there's this moment oh, i had wait, to I had ish. to showcase to the community that just like when you're reading this moment in the comic um yeah is it a trope? yeah, if this happens in movies and stuff, but it's just done so well that it still gave me chills like it still had it? the effect that I wanted, so they're they're in the dark because the light goes out. Let go of my hand just a little. How could she be holding your hand, Jenny? She's holding mine. Wait. She has three hands? Cora? I'm not holding anyone's hand, Riley. We are. Oh, man. I freaking love it. Look at the back of their car. Oh, my gosh.
1: They get back to town and look at the back of their van, and it's covered in bloody handprints.
0: No good. No good. And... Um, the, the twist here, it's not really a twist because we're telling you about the first issue. There's multiple issues out. Go get the, your hands on this book. Is that the boys that they didn't bring back, they thought they would be fine because they didn't know there was something supernatural going on. Well, those boys are missing now. And because they were being drafted, we have now the military getting involved, thinking that these girls have something to do with them trying to get out of going to war. They're close which, to
1: the border. So the theory is that they just left and they went to Mexico to avoid the draft.
0: There we go. And now you see here this transition where they're getting blamed for possibly aiding these young adults from avoiding their duty that was demanded by their country. This comic is so stellar. Grant Morrison, you know him from so many things. I saw Superman. The thing, like Grant
1: Morrison, all-star Superman. Uh, multiversity, which blows my mind every time I reread it. Animal and like,
0: Man, like there's so many. and it it's really like It really
1: doesn't feel like a Grant Morrison story. And, and that's why
0: like, I like it so much, man. It's like you just said it in your kind of your prelude to this, that you get certain teams together and you make something special. It's like you have Grant Morrison on this title.
1: Yes, and I think Come a lot on. of work must be done by this Alex Child person, this, this co-writer of his, because this really, it feels way more grounded and less confusing. You don't really get a headache like you do when you read a different Grant Morrison story. It's, it's, it's a you nice... don't get a headache
0: like you do. That's so true. That yeah,
1: it hurts. It's a good hurt, but it hurts when you read a Graham Morrison book. Not this one, though. Spooky.
0: Okay, here we go. Take a look at this. Um, we have uh, Snatched, issue number one that we absolutely need to talk about. Speaking of Scout Comics. By our homies at Scout Comics. Chilling with your homies. Like and I freaking love these guys over there. They're making some crazy comic books. Some ones that just like, man never, like, it's just one of those things, man, with comics that you just never know where you're going to get. You get the right artists, the right writers, and it's like a, a narrative that's just, like, out of nowhere. We have a story that is about hair.
1: It really is. That's kind of, the, you. the yeah, it's about hair. You can tell by the cover, I guess. There's some
0: bloody clippers? That's right. We follow the narrative of three different, I mean, it's a, technically, I think it's three different narratives in this one issue, and it unfolds By explaining, I believe, something that has some... I have to look into this. I don't know. I'm assuming there's some... you got to assume it's historically accurate. This this book has
1: no fantasy elements. This is a very real, true crime sort of comic. It doesn't feel like there would be anything overtly made up in it. It's very realistic. Um, Snatched, by the way. Written by Sheldon Allen. And uh, art by Mauricio Campatella.
0: This comic book follows... Something that is like, man, the best way to put it, this is like breaking Bl. Bre- oh my gosh. It's, this is like breaking bad, with but hair. with hair. <laughs> this is, that's really is, that is what it is. It doesn't sound that good. No, but, but, it, but it is really freaking cool. It's worth so, a shot. So we have uh, an intro. Um, we have what you would think is like a, uh, a, a drug uh, activity. Like someone's making, you know, there's this group of women, they're all making a drug. They're in a, like, a drug house and they get gunned down. Terribly, all right. Yeah,
1: it's a pretty graphic way to open this book.
0: That's right. But oh, you know what? I oh, did I get the picture. I did. Um, but they're they're cutting him down for their hair, and it is terrible. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty gross. It's pretty gross. But it picks right back up with a narrative that then follows the distribution of the hair, and then it follows the like behind the scenes corporate activity about the production and distribution of the hair. We are looking at the underground, like, drug trade. Black market hair. The black market <laughs> of extensions, of okay, hair yeah. extension and hair weaves. This
1: must exist, right? It this has to exist. too this weird. Is, to... It's too
0: weird that it doesn't.
1: Maybe we should have researched a little bit. Probably. I'll
0: be real. Probably. Maybe. But it's so wild. It's so wild to think that, like, oh, man, there's certain commodities yeah. that we wouldn't even think that could be looked at in the same type of realm as the drug trade. Sure. But it it must have been.
1: That people would go to the lengths of, like, murder.
0: The length? Oh, goodness.
1: I walked right into that one.
0: You really did. Okay, so um, we have... Really, I don't want to spoil too much about this it's issue because it's also kind
1: it's, of hard. And, it, and no matter how well you describe the plot of this issue, it's going to come out sounding kind of weird. It really it's does sounding kind of weird. This does this does
0: this not sound super weird? Right. All right. We have like um a, There's a woman few different
1: is- characters you're following, and I, I was talking to you before about this, and it's like it feels more like a TV show episode in the fact that like you get several different characters starting. Their journeys and what I can only assume is going to be more issues. This is definitely not a one shot. There's something building here, right? But this comic is bigger than a normal a normal comic, right? You, there's like thirty something pages compared to twenty four.
0: Yeah, dude, Scout's doing a killer job because I was actually surprised to see that it was like a four dollar comic book, right? Yeah, three ninety nine. Yeah, three ninety nine. Yeah, it's like over thirty pages. Right. That right there is quality.
1: Other companies would probably charge five right. for, for a book like this, but there's there's a lot here. So you get you get the introduction of all these characters. There's a guy who works at a shop who's selling hair to people who is very timid and meek and he doesn't really stand up for himself. And he's getting married to this beautiful lady whose father's like a gang Lord or something. And he's there's, there's all this, all these plot elements and characters interacting with each other. I really like it. This comic might not be for everybody.
0: Yeah, I definitely, um, it's definitely mature. Obviously we showed some pages on screen and I had to pick these pages carefully because there's a lot of, um, I mean, really, it's just like what you would expect in like the drug trade. And when you read this comic, you literally are going to forget that it's about hair. You're going to start thinking, oh, they're talking about drugs, right? Right.
1: That's what it feels like.
0: Yeah. Every, every part of it from the mob stuff to the, the corporate, like bad actors stuff, like with the lawyers and like, just like, it's, it's very strange, but it's, yeah, it's about hair.
1: It's unique. It's very unique. One of the things I like most about this book. This would not have happened from any other publisher, I
0: think. This couldn't happen on anything really other than comic books. That too. You know what I mean? I can't imagine them making a TV show based on this. Yeah, and to, to be able to tell like three narratives at the same time, you are forced to get to know characters way quicker. Yep. And this writer does that very well. You know, he's one of the things I kind of enjoy, I think a lot of people wouldn't like, but... You know, you got to give every... You know, the, comics serve different purposes and they try to get you to think about different things. There's like no character that I like in this comic. There and are that's no not, likable characters. There's no likable characters, but it's not a bad thing because it's not about a likable subject. This is a this is like a very sad and horrific subject. People die in this book. <laughs> there's a lot of death. <laughs> yes. There's a lot of death for, for hair. And even
1: even the guy I was talking about earlier, who's kind of like a weak little pushover guy, he's not really doing anything wrong. He doesn't kill anybody, but he's also not very likable in his own way. He's I, don't, I, I have no right to say this because I am also weak <laughs> and a pushover just like this guy. But I'm like, come on, man. Stand up for yourself a little bit. You know, you're getting married to this girl. You got to impress her father a little bit. You got to do something.
0: Sheldon Allen kills it with this. Yeah. And I'm very excited to see what else this writer has up his sleeves. Um, I'll tell ya, snatched, if, if you, Snatched, um, if you're into a mature read, um, a, a unique narrative, you get a lot of value in this comic book. And I highly recommend it. All right. Next on the list... Hot damn comic fam. Hot damn comic I've been comic waiting fan. all freaking week for this, my brother.
1: I've been waiting to talk about this book for so long.
0: I can't even. Nice house on the freaking lake. James Tynan, Before the fourth.
1: Before we even get into
0: it. How? How does that, how does his brain work? I don't know. I have to imagine, because like, he's doing so many titles.
1: Batman, Joker, Department of Truth, Something's Killing the Children. Nice house on the lake, wind, which is completely out of left field.
0: His, his schedule, comic fam, you got to put yourself in his shoes here. He has to wake up and go look at his calendar and go, what is today? Today I'm writing about Erica Slaughter. Okay. And then the next day, maybe he's like, I'll continue that. Or nope, today is wind. Oh Nope, today is nice house on the lake. I have to write a whole new story.
1: Sure. I don't know how it works.
0: You know, Stephen King, um, I I read that he's like, I don't know, I can't remember where I read this, but it's like he's got for as many books as he has published, he's got so much unreleased stuff. Oh yeah. That he just never did anything with. Stories, some possibly even finished or like half finished or a quarter of the way, but ideas. Ideas that are just like mind-bending, you know, kind of moments. You know what I'm saying? Like just epic moments. And James just does that. Over and over and over and over again. And he's doing it within the confines of time. That doesn't even make sense in my head. I can't even compute it. Like, when does he have time to do anything in his life? And then how does his brain work in a way where it's so creative that he does stuff like this? The Nice House on the Lake, I think, is my favorite comic book I've read maybe in more than two years. And the other comic that I would say would rival that in the last two years is another James Tynan book. Which book? Medic.
1: Oh, okay. So you're going like even older comics that you've read in the last. Two years. Oh, I'm just being like in
0: general, like like where any I'm any comic you read from any time period. You're going that far. I'm going that far, comic. If I'm hitting the mic, I'm so damn enthused by this comic book. For the record, I agree with you. It's I would, yeah. Like
1: I, I, worry almost about over.
0: Well, we're not going to tell them
1: this book. We're not going to tell them.
0: We cannot. Explain we're not going to tell the them. of this book. What we're going to tell you is what you need to know, so you can go get this damn book. Do us a favor, comic fam. Keep spoilers out. As all of these members in the chat are saying, it's so damn good. Go get your raw copy. Get your cover B. Pick up the incentives. Go get them signed. Get them slabbed. Optioned or not, you're going to want to own this because this is a moment in comic history. This is a freaking fantastic comic book.
1: There are some people like me who might be inclined. to. So you, you notice that this is one of 12. This is a 12-issue series, and then it's done. You might be inclined to wait for the trade paperback and get no. this collected. I would strongly no. suggest not doing that because this issue has a very major twist about halfway through that would make you want to roll a blunt, as one of our viewer <laughs> comments suggested. So funny. So that, true. That, yes. That is not an inaccurate statement.
0: Ryan, You you told me you're like i wonder should i just find the text message you can i'm I gonna mean, find the message before, on the, the phone show. this is how it goes man comic karma when you're chilling with your homies like anything can happen i'm breaking out my cellular device so this was on tuesday
1: last tuesday when the books come in at the comic shop and i'm bagging and boarding them for the for the following day when they go on the shelf i've been waiting for this book all year since it was announced i might have Slow down a little bit and maybe have read this book while I was supposed to be working, bagging and boarding. I'm very sorry, Russ. But I read this book in the shop and I texted Tom and I texted Russ.
0: Holy I, effing shit, dude. Nice house on the lake. That tiny book. Holy hell, <laughs> I'm in bro. And dude, you there's like seven N's. N's. Okay. Ryan we... doesn't type like this. No. You don't. You don't get, like, hyped when you do. You just text me, like, very grammatically correct. Thumbs up. Thumbs up, right? Short and sweet, man. This is what he said. I'm like, awesome? F yeah, because it's James. I'm like, I'm always hoping it's awesome. He says, dude, I haven't even finished. I'm a little past halfway. There's this, like, twist out of nowhere, and I had to close the book and just freak out. That right there is what comic books are about. We have... A start, we're going to give you a taste. We're not telling you anything that's going to ruin the book. If anything, it's just going to push you over the edge. We have a character named Walter who meets a lady at a bar, and all he wants to talk to her about is one thing. How do you think the apocalypse can happen?
1: Not the worst pickup line. It's, <laughs>
0: it's a little weird. It's a little weird, but what's weirder is that like, they become friends, right?
1: Sure. I mean, she's hanging out with a bunch of her friends, and this is just one guy out of a group of people that she's hanging out with, right? So, I mean, it's not... One on one,
0: it's a it's, it's a conversation starter. If I didn't ever hear one,
1: I guess. But the problem, I guess, I don't know, if problem's the right word. They keep this conversation going for like the duration of their friendship, right? Like they via they, text, right? They text in every now and then, and he's like, "So what do you think? Any more apocalypse ideas or whatever?" And you
0: know, they just banter back and forth. See, no, that's not good because like. It's a little weird. It's a little weird, right? Can you imagine like you meet someone new and they have like, and sometimes you do that, right? You're like, Hey, tell me about something weird. And then you're talking about this weird thing. Normally you move on to other topics, but this guy does not do that. No. And then when they kind of befriend each other and she's kind of quirky, you know, she's kind of down to, to like, you know, just chat about nothing. Right. And right. that's what she thinks she's doing. Right. Well, she gets an invite to go to the nice house on the lake. Right. This
1: guy's got access. To a really cool house. And he wants to invite 12 friends to hang out for the week. On a cool vacation in this really, really, really fancy house, by the way. The art, you got to give credit. Not only is James Tynan a good writer. Go back. I want to see the artist. It's right here. Alvaro Martinez Bueno. You got to look at this house and imagine they've actually mentioned in interviews how the artist here spent so much time, like, designing the house. I mean, the book is called Nice House. On the lake, so like it's about the house.
0: I have to know, man. I got to see sketches. I want know. blueprints.
1: I'm sure. I you know. know you
0: got to imagine it. He's got like con. He's like a basic, basically a contractor at this point. He's mapping this place out because of how gorgeous it is, and you know that you know probably you it would-
1: feel it right. And I know, and I remember there was a time a few months ago I was doing the mail call and I was asking you for a cool movie to watch, and you told me to watch this movie, The Invitation. Yes, right. Netflix.
0: Yes, that's exactly what. That's okay. So no reveals. Sure. But watch The Invitation because Please that— watch that movie on Netflix. Because you, you have no idea what to expect. And as it unfolds, it, man, you just you feel so many different ways, and it's so horrific, and it's so dreadful, and then all of a sudden you get hit with this plot twist and this plot twist. And next thing you know, right. you're, now you know you're watching a different type of movie altogether. And that movie was like a cult movie, like randomly got turned into a cult movie. We're not telling you anything about this book. I'm not even going to spoil it and tell you that it's not a cult. Maybe sure. it is a cult. Go read it,
1: please. Read this comic. I yeah. don't. I don't. I, I specifically go out of my way to not like be hyperbolic about a whole lot of books or like really push stuff. But I think more than any other comic I've ever talked about on this channel, like this gets a solid, solid recommendation, and you you need to be reading this comic.
0: I think like I have other pictures. We can keep going. I don't want to talk. About I don't it. want to too much. This no. is like the first, like one of the first times. There's been times where I'm like, I don't want to spoil something. I want to keep it kind of kind of fresh for the comic fam. No, this one right here will not be talked about anymore. We will talk to you. If you've we'll you thought about reading.
1: reading it and you somehow have not had it spoiled for you, then you need to make sure you read it before it gets accidentally spoiled.
0: That's a very, very good way to put it. Okay, let's take a look here. Um, holy smokes. Time has flown, my brother. I need to get a better job at, like, pushing through some of these topics. We're almost at hour and 46 minutes oh, hey, in. Yeah. But here's the thing, comic That's fam. Where are you getting this comic book theme content anywhere else? Somewhere else, probably. Yeah, Maybe. We're not that cool. Dude, this is pretty damn cool. You're, you're, you're all right. This is pretty cool. I'm really cool. I, 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 come on, Ryan. Where are you, this, this is how we're going to do it. We're going we to um, continue on. Um, let's save. You know what we'll do? We'll save karma for Well, we're going to save karma. There wasn't a whole lot of karma. Let's save that one, too. Let's save that save and karma. That. Oh. let's just save because next save time, it. yeah, because we don't have an Ash can next time to talk about, so we'll talk about that and the car next Whew. time. Save, you know, we'll save some time here. All right, cool, cool.
1: We got a big discussion to mm. get to.
0: We do. We have a big discussion that we're gonna that's get to right here, is. right now. And I want to make sure we didn't miss out on anything else. Um, I think that's it, man. There's so many topics. Okay, I want to do a quick another reminder. Um, we're doing a giveaway today to all the people who are joining us in the chat. Um, this is my buddy, Disc Heroes, over on Instagram. He's a great member of our community, excellent person. Um, there are a Frisbee and comic book and magic shop. Yes, you heard that right. They sell Frisbees, they sell magic, and they sell comics. And this guy right here is John. You can see him here. I'll zoom in. He's a great guy. He's like family. He's at every convention I've ever gone to. And he's part of the, like the dealer group. He donated some uh, toys that you can win. This is one of them. All you need to go is go onto his Instagram page we're trying to surprise him. This is, this is the deal. He donated these to just donate them.
1: They're big. They're easy to bump into. They're in. very
0: big. Well, the reason why we haven't done the giveaway is because they're so damn big. But they, they got to go. And these things are like worth over 100 bucks. These are Star Wars toys. You know what? I think it's pretty cool. If you want get, to um, get access to poss- get an opportunity to win a cool Star Wars toy, all you have to do is go to his Instagram page, at Disc Heroes, and comment on the last photo he posted. It don't matter what it is. He's not really big in the social uh, media community. It don't matter. He's big in the dealer space and at the convention scene. You're going to see him at a show and I just want to surprise him. Do me a favor. If there was one time you can follow these instructions to go and do me a solid comic fam. Go to my homie's Instagram and blow it up and comment on his most recent post and say something fun. Don't be mean. Don't scare him too much. But I want him to go, why is my Instagram blowing up right now? And it's going to be because we told you to do it. And it's going to be really fun. He's a really good guy. Good family man. Good comic homie. Okay. Word. Word up. Word up. Okay, so now, oh, this is going to be fun. We're talking about, <laughs> we're going to talk about how to get people into comics. We talked about last, month, last week, last two weeks? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. We talked about Why people get out of reading comics?
1: Sure, we did.
0: We're going to talk about why you need to get how you get people into reading comics. And I gave a mention on my Instagram page. I did a question, Um, and my question was: What are some ways that you know have worked to get members into reading comics? What are some of the things like off the cuff, Ryan, that that you kind of just know to be true? Working in comics now, but also you know in the past cuz you've been into comics for a long time right. doing recommendations like what's worked in the past for you
1: small stuff right you don't want to jump anybody down a giant 300 million plus issue batman rabbit hole mm-hmm. yeah, yeah you got you got a much better chance of getting through to somebody who has never read a comic before probably because they don't want to read a bunch of superhero stuff you got a better chance getting them into it with something i would say like nice house and the Lake. right something a little a little more unique maybe horror flavored even if you're if you know exactly what kind of stuff they're into
0: I think that's a good way to go about it something that I've recommended in the past is non superhero stuff um a lot of people have a misconception when they're not already into comic books that comic books are only Batman and Spider-Man right you know and although those are both excellent titles to read and I recommend them we recommended we actually recommended both of those titles today but Getting someone who's not really into superhero stuff into comic books through superheroes is not the best way to go. Nope. It's a lot of better stuff to do. There's actually better, like, honestly, there's some superhero narratives that are like very light on the super and more on something else. Like Sandman, for example. Sandman's filled with DC characters. Constantine's in Sandman. Yeah, dude, you got. I didn't know that. Damn it, Ryan. Still don't want to read Sandman. Though. Because it's trash. <laughs> Come on,
1: Ryan. <laughs> because it's trash. Thank you. Yes. No, no, no. That was like, a trash thing. to you. I was like, oh, see, I need a, that's typically my, it's
0: typically my whart, whart button. What oh. else do I got on here? Oh, I know what I got on here. Never mind. Um, so, gem um, I know,
1: it's gem. But your boy, Jim Mint.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he's going to like that one. Why
1: not? He's here. Because he doesn't
0: say that anymore in his videos, but. That's true. But it's, but it's gem. That's I want not, That's what I where, say whenever. Hey, where are you getting a podcast with Jem Mint on the damn soundboard?
1: Hopefully, no. That's else. what I'm
0: saying, dude.
1: Let us know in the comments if anybody <laughs> else has a gem
0: mint soundboard. Come on, comic fam. No, no, no. So, um, yeah, we're talking about reading comic books. So, um, here we go. This is actually some comments from the community. Let's uh, show some advice, some things that they've said works for them. Fat Dad Comics 81 says tie them up, blindfold them, and drag them to your local LCS. Repeat till they have 15 long boxes. All right. So here's the thing. We don't condone, condone any kidnapping because that is illegal. Pretty sure that's a crime. And it's wrong. Ethically, not cool with that. <laughs> <laughs> Probably should have said that in reverse.
1: Right. But. If it was legal and not ethically bad, then maybe. Maybe. Kidnap, can you imagine if kidnapping
0: was kind of like a fun thing? Like you, it's okay to kidnap people? No, no, no. I don't really know what's <laughs> All right. I'll get, I'll get that conversation. No, no, no. But um, all right. funny, funny comment. But yeah, getting them to an LCS. Absolutely, that's a good way to uh, to get people into comic books. Let them see things with their eyes, right? You know, maybe they get inspired. Just blindfold them in the car. You know, you, you don't go. have to tie them up. <laughs> but you once, the, once
1: you get to the LCS, you're like, surprise, we're here, we're and here. Like, you can't not go
0: in. Mister Geeks said, sharing passion with others and talking about your a series you like. This is an excellent recommendation from Mister Geeks because this is actually like the root of our I, I think our poll section. Where we talk about comics that we that we want to just chat about with the community. I got hair on my face. Keep touching it. One of the things that happens is like, the goal was never really to be like, yo, know, we need to tell these people about certain comic books. We tried that. Infinity Gauntlet, for example. We did. Hey, do we think the community would um, probably won't have time for that clip today? By the way, we'll do that next time some other time oh we shouldn't though Ah, uh, we'll keep it going dude. it's relevant we're good we can probably finish this up I mean, You guess stick with us hit some likes show me hit me let me show me tell me tell me in the chat how we're doing so far i'm already losing i'm start i start coasting a little bit i need to get the energy up you never not around have energy, dude. dude it's tough man sleep. we're going for like two hours man i'm starting to sweat i it gotta make really the trending video still i gotta comment fam i'll be up till like two in the morning for you guys can you stay with me all the way through. We this. want to show you
1: a clip of our old, an old video we made. We'll many, get to it. We'll get to it. Ago.
0: Maybe we'll do it after this. Yeah, we'll do it after this. Screw Later it. on. We'll do it. I have stuff I want to do. We're going to do it. Okay. Yeah. We're going to do it. Okay. Um, <laughs> so here we go. Um, sharing <laughs> passion with others and talking about series you like. That's kind of like the root of our polls video. That's like what it became. We tried just going, well, we think the people want this. You need to read this. You need to read, read, to read Infinity Gala, right? There's a movie. But then it's like, man, no, like, it's kind of like forced It's a little dry. I mean, I liked
1: doing those, but they were kind of slow and
0: boring and dry, and nobody watched.
1: (laughs) But we didn't have a lot of people then anyway,
0: so. Well, what I realized is that you come over, and it's like, you have to read this book because we're doing a series on these books, and we, like, came up with this arbitrary rule that we got to do a certain thing. But before we did that, you'd be like, yo, you read this book? Yeah, dude, I read that book. And we have a conversation. And that conversation to me was more interesting. And that's what kind of like formed a lot of our shows together. Because like these are conversations we would have with the cameras on or off. Good point. Sometimes more vulgar. Maybe. You know, sometimes more, more silly. kidnapping stories. Yeah, you know, maybe we would have kept going on that for fun. But, you know, Just for fun. For improv's sake. Not for, for Improv, you know. Sometimes you kidnap people for profit, though. That's, yeah, we do. We saw the Ransom. freaking snatch, dude. Right. That's no good, brother. You get
1: the hair. You get some good hair. <laughs> you get some good hair. Oh, my God. Hey, shut this stream oh down. God. <laughs> maybe I get delirious. Maybe I
0: get... Oh, my gosh, Ryan. Uh. Oh, my gosh. If members start going missing and then hair starts coming up, I'm going to you, dude. Everyone
1: gets recovered, Ryan's but they're all bald. Like, they're, all, they're all bald. <laughs> <laughs> wonder what happened
0: to them. What happened to Ryan? Oh, that's terrible, Ryan. Uh, but, okay, so, but for real, moving though, on. sharing passions with others and talking about a series you like, that's a great way to get people into comics because- Sometimes people will read a comic and they're like, I don't know what I just read. And you got to gotta break it down. You could be like, look at the art. This is the thing you didn't realize. Look at the, the way the narrative formed. Did you see it? Did you see how um, this surprised you in a certain way? Because that's what really got me here. And I know I'm kind of like talking as if it was like a freaking child or something. But before you get down to like breaking down a book to someone, just in the excitement of why you liked it on the surface, that's the best way. Communicate how you feel about it. Then they'll go into it going, oh, well, this made them laugh. The passion comes through. The passion comes through. You get what I'm saying, comic fam? Hopefully. I hope they do. Saying a lot. I'm saying a lot of things. Who knows what I'm saying, man? All right. X Nerdy Things SX says, I give Bone 1, Bone Volume 1 to every baby friend I have. To every baby my friends have. (laughs) To every baby my friends have.
1: Every baby friend I have. Every baby friend. (laughs) How many baby (laughs) friends (laughs) do you know?
0: (laughs) <laughs> it's like, kind of a funny way to like. It's like you make friends by meeting people. They have kids. They have kids, so your so fr- many of my friends their have kids, kids are friends. So you have a baby friend. Oh, I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. That's what you so not baby friend.
1: You don't just know a lot of toddlers. You know? No, I don't. Um, Me neither.
0: I. I hey, actually, uh, I. I uh, one of my friends just had a, re- a kid. So shout out Felipe. I guess you gotta get them bone. I gotta get them some bone. But you know, for real though, bone. Is a comic book that I read, and I actually like learned how to read with Bone. My dad read Bone to me. Um, that, that right behind you. That's not the guy exactly.
1: This guy, you There's another see one. Him. There's
0: another one somewhere. It's not in this room, but that's okay, one of the two go. statues. Some of the oldest things I own. You can show that. Yeah, watch, watch Ryan. Watch me s- break Drop this. it. I break. Every it's okay, statue, man, because I, I just here. I give it to Slav and he re-glues it back if if something happens because. The- but Bone means a lot to me. So it's one of those ones where it's like, I don't even want to reread it because I have such a, I put it on such a pedestal and I know it's good, right? But I put on such a pedestal that I don't want to reread it again, just in the off chance that it's not as good as I think, because I think it's amazing. But bone taught me a lot about reading because I was, I don't know, I don't have the patience for, for reading in general, like novels, like novels, like I'll read something, I'll forget what I read. And then I'm reading the same page over and over again, and it happened all through school. It still happens to me in my adult years. I just don't have that brain, and I realized it when I was young. It was like a struggle growing up. It was school and, and real like, today. Oh, dude, it's, it was it was not good, man. Like like a lot of like like tough family too busy things doing Power and stuff. Power Rangers moves
1: in the living room. Yeah, dude. I'm like exactly. I
0: probably got hit in the head a couple too many times playing Power Rangers. You know, that's what it is. But um, my dad was able to like help teach me how to read with Bone and a handful of other comic books. JLA. You know, going camping, reading JLA, dude, that was dope. He's really cool, dude. Um, But anyways, Bone is a great example of one that you you get them while they're young. You know, like you you get them into it. It's good stuff, man. All right, Um, this next one here. Tell them it's cheaper than Funko Pops. I love this comment because comics. Yeah, you can't read a Funko Pop. I have nothing against Funko Pops. I typically have some. At least one up. I don't have one in, in the moment on the set, but huh. I dig Funkos, all right? But Funkos are like $15. Mm, really? You can get a graphic for that amount, man. I haven't really bought a Funko. I, you can get two graphics. You can get three if you go digital.
1: Yeah. You know? Different feeling, though. You don't get the bookshelf factor. I know. That's but a whole if, But, but if
0: you want a comic book, you know, you're paying $4 through Scout Comics or $5, you know? It's more affordable. I like the comment. Thank you for reading it. You can't read a Funko Pop. That's what I thank always Thank you say. For, for, for commenting it. Okay, so something weird here. This is kind of funny. We had like 30 people participate in comments, and we had like at least seven people comment a different version of this that I'm about to read. Ice Cream Man And fathers? I don't know what fathers means. You're you're
1: adding the man, dude. It just says ice cream. Oh, excuse me.
0: Yeah, okay, good point, good point.
1: Ice cream and fathers.
0: Don't know what that means, but then I'm like...
1: That's weird. Moving on.
0: Ice cream, twirls, and Godzilla. Okay. Maybe these
1: are like autocorrect issues.
0: Well, then there's a third one. Give Give them ice cream. ice cream. So unless there's another title besides Ice Cream Man that has ice cream in the title that I'm not aware of right now... That is
1: a good book to give to people... I mean, I've, I sold Ice Cream Man Volume One at the shop the other day, which was a, one of the best moments of my entire life.
0: Dude, I have bought Ice Cream Man Volume One for like four different people already.
1: It's a solid book to give to somebody if you're actually trying to get someone new into comics. Ice Cream Man is not a bad way to go.
0: It's another one of those brains. Hopefully, that's what people base meant
1: in this. Response. I think. I,
0: by the way, that's why I think they they said ice cream, ice cream, ice cream. And there's more comics. Ice than cream that.
1: is really good. Maybe they just ice cream
0: is good, but on the same level. Okay, for real, Maxwell Prince. Is on that same type of wavelength, reality. I, I don't know. He's 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 in a, just a different mindset than us, like civilians out here in the non-writing game. Yeah, he's there with James Tynan. That dude, his ideas. brain, it works in a weird way. He writes some of the craziest stuff. Okay, he,
1: he got an, an easy out though. His book is an anthology, so every issue he could just on the stay on the same book but tell all these different stories.
0: Just wait, dude, because he'll he'll write. I bet he's probably got something cooking. He's going to write something.
1: Ha-ha's almost over, so who knows what's next? We if, didn't even talk about ha We never talked about You
0: know, I know something about cool Maxwell Prince? Because, hmm. like, you read these books, and it's, like, freaking weird as hell. And you're like, man, how does he think about that? A whole comic book that takes place during the time that someone commits suicide, jumping off a giant building at their workplace, and it ends by the splat. And everything happens while he's, is, 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 is while he's falling he down. He sees all these
1: weird things in the windows as he's falling. It's like, it's a really weird.
0: Writing comic books backwards and forwards. Like, you know, like yeah. you know, making you think about life and death and our, your place in the world. And it's like, man, this guy's got like the strangest mind. You go onto his Instagram. He's like a family dude. That's he's just like, he yeah, pictures with his kids, random I Dr. saw a Seuss. picture of James
1: Tynan recently for the first time. Yeah. He's like the most normal looking guy in the world. And I, I always expect them to be like, like freaky troll monsters, you know, people who write scary stories. Nah, They're dude. They're always the normal ones, which is, you know, that's who you got to look out I for.
0: I kind of feel like you and James kind of look alike. Really? Yeah, just a little
1: bit. Maybe I am. You
0: want to know something really weird? No. Uh, yes. Maxwell Prince and Nate, our graphic designer, look so much alike. Maybe we just all it pulled the switcheroo on you. Insane. Hmm. insane all right keep it going keep it going Keep ahead. it going, please or keep it going okay we have um i, I want ice cream though yeah, that's not, i do want ice cream i'm freaking hungry dude uh sarah art 68's response graphic novels mangas first it's a larger comic form. and it's fo- get them in first with the larger comic form this is a good recommendation here
1: i have not had success trying to give people single issues of comics it doesn't best really work, to work give well. them a trade graphic novel something hardcover, something collected it's not a commitment you know you read it you get the whole story You like it, you don't like it, you move on. You're not signing up for a commitment, which is one of the, I would say, the biggest obstacles to getting into comics.
0: Absolutely. Um, Graphic novel's the way to go. Get them the whole story so they don't have to hunt for it a comic book can be read pretty damn quick and if they're not like really into it and sometimes it takes more than one issue to take off Yep. so um, better to get them more than one thing or give them a batch of comics give them like a couple like one, two, three, and four instead of
1: plus I don't want people to mess up my single issues I'm not going to loan those to friends of mine I'm going to give them a trade
0: I thought this one would be an interesting one investment investment from comic geek manias this is a good comment though because in response to like getting people into comic books it's very real there's people who are, like, first looking to collect, put their money in comic books. And then they get into the reading. Then they get into the artists. Then they get into the writers. It's a thing. Whether you like it or not, it's a thing. It's a thing, as Frank would say. Because it's trash.
1: That, yeah. No, it's Just not like relevant,
0: but, you know, it's a thing Frank says. It's, it's, a, it's a thing. It's a button worth he, doesn't, like What does he do? He, he uh, flushes his shoes and clothes down the control. toilet. gives me yeah. control. It gives me control.
1: No, that's okay. It's a thing. Sure. I mean, investment, like you got all these people talking now. You tried explaining to me what an NFT was once, and I got real confused. And, like, everyone's jumping all down in the stock market with their stimulus money, and people are investing in different things all over the place. True. Comics make a lot more sense to me, at least me personally, because I understand, you know, the ins and outs a little more of comic books than I do of the stock market. <laughs> I still don't know what the hell an NFT is, and I'm, <laughs> I, I'm not even going to try anymore. I'm just going to skip all that.
0: Comics make more sense. Comics make more sense. But sometimes speaking to the collector is the way to go. It doesn't always have to be about money in particular. Sometimes it's about like the key worthiness that like makes it a little bit more special. Which we'll get into that because there's actually a comment here pretty soon. But not before we show you. We actually we just chatted about him. Nate. Right. Nate dog. Not but not that Nate dog. We're talking about Nate We're not Johnson. Nate. If you're a member of the mystery mail call, you know who Nate Johnson is. Got d- several he, prints
1: from him You got a
0: ton of prints from him because he's freaking awesome. The dude is an homage maniac. Shout out. But he um, had this comment to say about, um, you know, basically, we, we posed the question, how do you get people into reading comics? It's a major Major question. There's so many different answers, so many interesting answers that we Can got. you imagine? This is like what Marvel and DC and Image and all these I'm sure they're all
1: going to be watching this with taking notes on everything everyone's saying in the comic
0: fam. Absolutely. And I got to take a picture of Butch sleeping on a comic book right now because it's so freaking cute. Got him. He's being um, horrible. They think about this all the time. You got to imagine. And Nate, I think he had the answer. And I can't believe we never thought about it ourselves. He's so astute. How
1: do you get people into comics?
0: Timothy Elephant. What? He said Timothy Oliphant. That's what he said. He's a member of my team. He's trying to provide some really, really valuable insight for our <laughs> podcast today.
1: He is a very handsome man. I mean too.
0: To be fair, Timothy Oliphant is extremely good looking. Yes. This is a handsome man. <laughs> and shout out Bullock. Freaking Bullock, dude!
1: Yeah, freaking Bullock, as they say. I would in say Deadwood. something else, but I'm not yeah. gonna say it. It's a family show.
0: Family show, comic fam. But Timothy Oliphant is the freaking man. I love this dude. He plays Bullock in Deadwood, one of the best shows ever made. Right. He also plays uh sheriff because I, don't remember, I never saw Justified. you never saw Justified, but he plays. Out. Yeah, he was also a sheriff in Justified, and he also plays someone else, very important. Danny Cordray,
1: baby. <laughs> there you go. There he is.
0: Look at that smile. Look at him. Oof. That's right. He is the...
1: Can we just make this like the Timothy Oliphant hour of the show? We we're can we're probably keep two. going.
0: There's going to be some people in the community who know what we're talking about who are just fans of Timothy Oliphant.
1: That's a great answer from Nate. It I don't see how thank, it relates I, to comics.
0: I'm still confused, <laughs> but, but maybe you. that's the answer. I don't know. All right. Here's another one. Um, we have a comment from... Who is that from?
1: Albie... I mean, underscore zero nine two five.
0: You like Marvel movies, you like, you're like, I can't read today. You like Marvel movies, you a comic fan. <laughs> it's not wrong. It's not wrong. And that's actually a good point. Like, you know, if someone's into, that's something that's happened in, in my own family where they're like, oh, um, this person, like my, like my nephew, didn't know he liked drawing. No one in the family knew he liked drawing. No one in the family knew he was kind of geeky. And you know, and like our way, like into comic books kind of stuff. Because he's not into comic books; he doesn't own any comic books. Right. But his mom hits me up and sends me pictures of his drawing. He's drawing Batman who laughs. For whatever no. reason. Not what I thought you were going to say. Batman who laughs. How old is he? I think he's like thirteen. Oh, okay. That's you fine. know, like he just started getting into. Certain characters. I thought you meant he was with crayons and he's like four or something. No, yeah, he's <laughs> no lives, not so. my baby friend. No, no, no. One of your baby friends. <laughs> my baby exactly. No, no. Um, this is like as a uh. younger nephew and he likes Batman Who Laughs, but he's never read anything. And I'm like, dude, I, I'll hook you up with some Batman Who Laughs. I went to the store and got him some, you know? Awesome stuff. Here's Scott Snyder. Here's some other things. You'll like this. You like Batman on the movie, you're going to like Batman on the comic books. Right. And it worked. And he's so stoked. And it's something really special getting someone younger into comics because to them it's like, where do you get this? Yeah, people don't know. Mind blown, you know. It's good stuff. I have
1: a lot of people who say, I only like the movies. I
0: specifically don't like comics. I'm not a nerd because I only like the movies. It's like, just wait. Just try try. try it a little bit. Get them like, you know, it's like really good is um, like Ant-Man. I love giving Ant-Man. Second Chance Man. Second Chance Man. I love giving that to people Mm. because it's so fun Mm. and it's so funny. And Taskmaster is so damn cool in that. And, yeah, man, it's such a, such a good read. For like, It's making me happy just thinking about that damn I only book. read
1: that because of this show. There you go. That we
0: don't even do anymore. But, yeah. There we go. Maybe we'll have to bring it back. Um, this is from Heron Heavens over on IG. Tell them their favorite TV show is not, has a 99% chance that's based on a graphic novel. Friends? For real. Based on a graphic novel. <laughs> it's Friends based off a graphic novel. You don't even know, man. How come there's no Friends comic book? Right?
1: Let's petition... Warner Brothers. I believe they are now owners of Friends. So we could get a black label Friends comic. Oh my God,
0: this is brilliant. We need to make a Friends comic book. Right? That's
1: amazing. That's a great idea, dude. Just what like. What other shows are based on comics that you know?
0: Um, there's a lot, man. Everything that's ever been optioned from a comic book has, mm-hmm. is based on, you know, Umbrella Academy was fantastic. Sweet Tooth, shout out all these people who just started getting into Sweet Tooth now. There's a lot of new people getting into comics. I'm trying to think of more shows as a joke. Jupiter's Legacy. Legacy. But like every Marvel movie,
1: even shows like they have made comics based on shows like Buffy or Rick and Morty or Simpsons. You know, I was trying to think of other. It goes both ways, though. Exactly. It's a
0: revolving door. Buffy continued in comic books. Right. Rick and Morty started getting popping in comic books because of the show. Exactly. You know what? I feel like there's so much uh, more to be said about this one, but it kind of goes without saying. If they have an interest in something in the mainstream, it's probably a damn comic book and they're going to like it. Or they may like it better, because how often is it happening better in the comic book? Most times. Most times. J.R. Woods' response said, buy them a minor key that you both share a mutual interest in a character. It's a good gift. I like that one. Thanks, J.R. Woods. I like that as a extending the the olive branch. You're trying to get them in, get them a taste of the collectible, get them a taste of why it's special to you. And you can do that through providing an added added layer of significance to a comic book because, hey, this not only means something to me, take care of it because it should mean something to you because there's a cool moment in here. And it doesn't have to be a big moment. It could be a $10 key. It could be a $5 key. It could be something that you think is a key but isn't really a key. It's a cool thing to do. And I've seen it take place where that person looks at that item differently and they take care of that comic differently. They preserve it. In a way that they probably wouldn't have prior to you letting them know.
1: Right. I had a friend I used to work with who and she really liked Poison Ivy, but she's never read comics before. And I'm not gonna buy that book. That's a that's a that's an investment. Right. But, you know, get get something. Find out what people like. Maybe they like stuff without having any comic comic knowledge and take a chance.
0: Get comic a chance. fam, I wanna know your thoughts. Let me know in the comment section below. Love it. We like to, you know, when we play back through um, watching the show, you know, checking everything for for quality, we like to also read the chats, you know, because we miss out on the chats a lot throughout the show because there's so many of you. We appreciate it. It's hard
1: to read while we're doing the show.
0: It is. Um, So, what I would like to do is have you comment. Let me know what ways that you have found successful. Any recommendations of getting your non readers into reading comics, non comic readers into reading comics? Thank you. That makes more sense. Does that make more sense? Slightly. Okay. Cool. Um, we have another thing that we gotta uh, to show you guys here. Another thing. Man, it's like it keeps going. Man, we had a packed show today. We did, and we cut out two segments. We did, but we have a, a handful more that we're gonna do here. We're gonna keep it going here. I really gotta get work on the trending video, Comic Fam. The trending video is <laughs> my life every cr- week, and I, Ryan needs to go get ice. That
1: cream. sounds really good. I'm gonna take Butch, and we're gonna go eat some ice cream.
0: It's not a bad idea, man. Just
1: slip that part in. I'm gonna steal your cat and go get some ice cream.
0: Okay, so real Ooh, quick. Yes, yeah, we got to yes. show this off here. Okay. Um, we had a member. Um, we do Comet Karma. We do. And um, we get...
1: Not oh, this week, though.
0: We didn't do it this week. We did it in two weeks. We have more, we'll have more things in two weeks. Um, we have a member who reached out to us. His name is Steven Ahola. And mm-hmm. he said, like a lot of people do, hey, can I send something in? Something cool. Something from our company or whatever. And I'm always happy to show anything that someone wants to send in, especially because we do giveaways, if they're gifts, you know, shout out. Anyway, it can help fellow members of the community. And what's cool about uh, Stephen is he uh, works with M- MB Artist. And MB Artist is a website that works with a handful of creators and works with independent creators and helps sell their art in different ways, whether it's on prints, canvases, or you know, posters and everything in between. I think that's cool. Any company that works with artists and and creators directly, it goes a long way in my book because it's really difficult to have your art do more than just the comics that you're doing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's a certain
1: difference to like display art, not just a comic book or like a slab or something you can put up, but like having, like you said, like a poster, like something bigger. We don't even have any in here, man. A lot of creators don't have websites. Maybe Prince is about as good as you yeah. get. Like that Hellboy and stuff down below there.
0: A lot of creators don't have uh, a way to sell their own art. So it's cool to see companies that team up with artists and make it possible for them. So they get an added you know, way to, to make money. It's a difficult business, so I appreciate it. He wanted to send some things in, and what he sent in was freaking amazing, but it was too big for the studio, so we actually Not brought it. it to our warehouse, and it's pretty damn cool. So I'm going to show you this comic fam, um, and big shout out to Cole. Um, he's our this guy. You can't see him um, in he's this there, picture, though. but he's there. That's him. <laughs> and this right here, comic fam, is our full time bag and border.
1: Yes, correct. We have, have full time f- bag and border.
0: Yeah, he spot checks, and this dude is amazing. Shout out to Cole. If
1: you like a meal call, then thank Cole. Yeah, that's right. And thank me a little bit too, but thank Tom mostly and Cole and me.
0: So take a look at this. This right here is by Bob McLeod and, um, no, excuse me. This is by Chad Harden. <laughs> excuse me. My bad. I'm, I'm reading this over here. I'm um, Chad Harden. And, um, this is a uh, work on canvas. Look at this Harley Quinn that, that he made. This thing is huge. And it, it feels like it's on cloth. Describe this thing. You were right? there, right? Yeah, it is,
1: it is literally canvas.
0: And this next one is by Jamie Coker. It's a Planet Comics homage, and they sent this in the shop. Comic fam, I was expecting them to send me like a poster. I was expecting something them to send me something and
1: folded up, and something like paper. small. Right? You yeah, know? these are big. These are really big. Like
0: they're huge. Look at how tall
1: he's person. He's a, a tall person. These are basically life size. I wish we had actual measurements.
0: They're huge. Well, let me read you this. Um, MB Artist is where your favorite artists like Bob McLeod, Chad Harden, and Joe Rubenstein showcase their artwork with 12 by 18 fine art. Platinum and canvas art prints up to 40 by 60 plus, um, bus stops starting at as low as $30. So pretty damn cool. We appreciate your guys' uh, um Appreciating, we appreciate your guys' support of the artists in the community, yeah. um, giving them a platform to distribute things and and get their artwork out more. But also sending something into the show for us to showcase to the community. You can see as you just saw here, a, a beautiful Harley Quinn and homages to Golden Age comic books. And we get to hang these up in our warehouse. Now. And they're gonna so go in our warehouse. I just want plus. to showcase that. It's really damn cool. They're
1: really too big for this room. Like we would have to completely change the way this whole space is for the, for those to work in this room, and that it just wouldn't happen.
0: Golden Age tribute comic book reprints, reimagining classic covers from titles like Chamber of Chills, Famous Funnies, and Planet Comics. Like, reimagining comics um, from the Golden Age, that just is a win for me, man. That's so damn cool. Um, anytime that we can uh, feature a company that's doing some interesting and cool stuff for not just artists but the community, I'm all for. Um, I, I get hit up a lot, and I try to do what I can to – uh, give everybody their time on the mic. There's just so many of you, yeah, so yeah. that's why I give uh, M B Artist. You sent these to us a hand, you know, a couple, a little bit ago, and it's been a little bit for us to get this. But I want to make the video so we can you know, correct do it do you it, do it, do it, it right.
1: justice. Pictures don't really me work. holding
0: this up like on this tiny screen here. It's like it wouldn't have worked. So. No, so I just want to do that. Oh my goodness, Comic Fam! I think that's a show, dude. I- I'm tired. We got to go. We got to do this. We got to wrap fair. it up, Comic Fam. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys so much. It's been a good show. It's been fun. We took you on a, a wild ride. I don't I'm tired. All the segments we did. We did a bunch of segments, but you know what? We Talked went two hours and almost two hours and twenty about, minutes about,
1: the, about this book, Talon.
0: That's right. We did a lot. Ashcan. hit the like button Showed for you us, the mail call stuff. We need your support now more than ever. More than ever. Yeah, we went this long. my fan, where are you getting this kind of podcasting anywhere? We appreciate it's
1: you. Great A plus quality content that we give you.
0: Do it for Butch. Uh, you he, gotta. You can't see him. I'll bring it down. You here. Sleeping. I don't want to bring it down too much. This happened last time. Can I do it? Is there any way I can Trust show us. you? Trust This is Butch. Okay, he here. Sleep. Go see. Here, go on to Instagram. You're going to see what I'm doing right now. It's a subtle way to gain followers he's doing here. This is nice. Go to Tom, Comic Tom's Instagram. I'm going to my story right now. You're going to see what's in front of me. This cat he's, is he's zonked. Twitching. He's having dreams right now. He's participating. He's, he's helping. It is so funny. Um, here, actually, I can show you here like this. You can see him. Here. It's great. Booch. He's zonked. He's totally it's a, late, it's a late night. It's a late night for all of us. We appreciate you. Yeah. I got to get rolling on the trending comics vid. We're going to get that recorded tomorrow so we can get that to the community Saturday afternoon. ComicTom101.com and join in the mystery mail call. Scout Comics. Use code Tom101 for 20% off of any of your purchases. Um, big shout out to Edge, Raf Grisetti. Big shout out to Matt Delmassi, the Shattered Comics artist, for all hooking up so many. Shout out to Jim Mint also. Oh, yeah.
1: It's your boy Jim Mint. Shout out to Jim Mint for joining us on the soundboard. Exactly. Um,
0: We appreciate it. Yeah, we have so many amazing members who are just making the community a special place. And I'm just very grateful to be part of it. We'll see you guys very soon.
1: Geek responsibly.
0: Geek responsibly, Comic Fam.